Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Testing one, two, three, and we are a go. to another episode of the Lonely Heart Sports Podcast. I've got my co-host back with me. He's finally off the beach. He's settled in at Florida. Jakey, my boy, how are you? I'm good. It's been nice. And the past week now, I've kind of been settled in. Stressful first couple weeks, just getting everything moved in with the family down here and stuff. But we're good now. All settled in. And it's very nice down here. I have no complaints. No complaints. Yeah. You get to be on the beach whenever you get to be on the beach Meanwhile, golf all the time. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm up here. I can't golf all the time. I can go to the beach if I want to, but Lake Ontario is disgusting. I won't. I won't. I won't let a dog in that water. That's how bad? It's how bad it is. Um, we have been away for about a, almost a month now. A lot has happened. Training camp is come and gone. Uh, the preseason is practically almost done and over with. The Premier League has started. European soccer is in, is in full swing here. Oh. Baseball season is getting towards the end. We're at the climax, climax practically, and I mean, a lot, and we're almost done with the PGA Tour season too. A lot has happened, my my guy. Um, where do you even want to begin? Uh, not the Premier League. I guess we can kind of start with like the PGA Tour, like kind of what they just announced yesterday. I guess with yeah, we can go with that. We can go with that route there. Uh, don't you worry. I'm gonna. Don't you worry. I, I'm gonna be a menace yet when it comes to the Prem. I'm gonna I, be. A I have. Not, I have nothing to talk about in the Prem today. My mind has been erased of the past three games already. <laughs> two one. Two one. Two mine. Two two plus one equals three. Right. Um. Uh, Let's get into it. The PGA Tour, they're still scared of live, in my opinion. The, um, uh, especially with what uh, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, and Jay Monahan had to say over the past few days as they get ready to conclude their season with the Tour Championship. Golf is your topic more so than it is mine. I will let you take the floor with this, good sir. Well, the PGA Tour finally came and are doing something to... I guess combat the live tour. I would say, I mean, I, to be honest, like I said, this, since moving down here, I haven't had time to watch that many sports. So like, I kind of been away from everything. Haven't got to see any of the live, haven't watched any golf, barely got to watch any baseball, especially being down here. I told you, I only get to watch the Rays and the Marlins and who wants to watch those two teams, but um, no. So with the golf now, I guess like the PJ tour is going to, like what it was like 20 events and tiger and Rory are now doing like a, a, a TGL. That's like a tech. I think it's the technology. It's a technology virtual, golf. It's a virtual it's basically golf. like, I, I don't know how I feel. Cause it, one, it's going to be Monday nights. I mean, thankfully it'll be between January and April. So I would, from the sounds of it, it'll be January and April. So football will basically be done on Mondays, but I just don't get how that's going to be like, attractive for people to come and watch just watching pros hit a ball into a simulator 
I, I can go do that. I can go do that myself. I mean, right, I don't know it, how I feel. It won't be as majestic, but I. I, I do think this is a move for Tiger, though, to keep his not that his name would ever get out of the game, but a way for him to be seen more by the people without having to like go and walk courses. Now he's gonna be able to just like kind of stand there and like shoot the shit and have fun and do this like simulator thing. I think it's like kind of like a, a way for him to keep his like his his person out there. I guess that's kind of what what it feels like to me. I'm not really sure. Like, like I said, I'm not like, I can't see myself sitting down and watching this. Like I would much rather watch like, um, when they have like the match on and they have like a couple, like uh pro professionals of other sports, like the one with Josh Allen, Mahomes, and, like Brady and Rogers. I would rather watch that than I think I would this. So I, I guess we have to see what happens when it would come out, but I just, I, I just don't know how I feel about it. What is your take on it? I mean, there's a lot to take into overall with, the, with everything that's come, that's come out from Tiger, Rory, and even Monaghan over the past few days. I mean, the PGA, the top players committing to 20 events, definitely something there. Um, the TGL is, I'm going to be honest, definitely weird for me. Like, you're like you said. You're gonna watch like it's gonna be like what teams, teams of like three or five or something like that, where they're gonna be hitting golf ball. Like teams of three. Bring, teams of three. Teams of three hitting golf balls into a simulator. I mean, it's in prime time, which means like there's a network that's desperate and there's a network that's desperate enough to show this on in prime time uh, from January to April. I mean, it's most likely going to be the golf channel, probably because they have the biggest affiliation with the PGA Tour. Um, I mean, I can't see I can't see like an actual network showcasing this because there because. CBS and NBC, they're in the middle. They're pretty much like peak, like fall, winter television season uh, with their shows. ABC won't showcase it because, well, that's the Disney Corporation and they're not they're not going to put on golf to compete with Monday Night Football on ESPN and Fox. I can't see Fox getting back into golf unless Liv offers them something. Because Fox doesn't have golf people like they that was also that was a failed experiment with the U.S. Open too. Um, didn't didn't they also say that they're going to increase the per like the total purse for event, certain events as well starting next year? Like yeah, with- certain events are going to get a bigger purse, and then the PIP I believe is also going up to more money. Like I said, they're just now throwing more money at the sport again. Um, I know, like, I read, I believe, like, even amateurs now are going to get, like, a guarantee. Like, people who don't make cuts and stuff are going to get, like, a guaranteed 500000 for the year. But then if they win a tournament, it's going to, like, get their winnings are just going to get taken out of that, I guess. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense there. I mean, like, it's, it, it's nice because now, like, these guys, like, this is what Phil wanted the whole time. It's just happening a bit too late now that – Phil, it's weird. Like, this Phil, is the first Phil needs time, an like... apology. Phil needs an apology. I mean, even Rory came out and said that, like, Phil, like, had the right idea but didn't go about it the right it's way. It's just the way he talked about the Saudis and, like, that whole interview that came out. That's the only issue that people had with it because if you – that didn't come out, like, Phil accomplished what he wanted to do. And it was <laughs> to get the players more money because, like, we always talk about, like, 
it's crazy that it is the only league that like the pros and the stars weren't besides like sponsorships and stuff weren't guaranteed money going to work each week. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I, it really is for the most part. I mean, I mean, when you really think about it, the PGA is only doing this because they know that they don't want to lose any more top players to live, especially like with the rumors of Cam Smith, the open champion. And like, possibly Xander Shoffley. Yeah. Going over to live. I mean, those rumors have been circulating for the past like three weeks now. Cam Smith has been at like adamantly denying everything and like avoiding questions like a politician. I think most people are probably going to, the guys that are going to go are making the jump definitely after like the FedEx cup playoffs um, because they want the money and then they'll go over to live and get paid, which I still think like, this is the first time in our life where like we get to see like a pro sport. I guess it's kind of like, you could say it's like soccer in a way with all like the different leagues and stuff, but now like we're not going to have one like, main league where like the players are so it's gonna be weird seeing them split up especially if we get more players to jump because i think there's like 13 or some big names now in live already and it it just started this year exactly it's crazy i mean the thing is too is like a lot of younger golfers are going to live as well because they know the opportunity for the money is there which i mean if i mean like i guess like you want to like have the financial stability because you know you're not going to have that with the pga tour like once you start off because you'll start off on like what the corn ferry or the web.com or whatever it's called uh, it's a corn ferry now yeah yeah the corn ferry and then it'll be like the next highest and then and then it's just a matter of whether or not they can get a tour card to be on the actual tour and then of course like you have to like those are the guys, unless unless they like no, unless they know that they're going to become something. Those are the guys. It's like they have to be there week in, week out, like driving themselves to and from the course. Um, not real, like you know, pretty much relying on the sponsorship money if like that they get before they hit the big time if they ever do. Um, I mean, we've said this before. Like, I don't have a problem with. I don't. I don't have a problem with live. I, I don't. I mean, I wish that they are their cut. Co- I wish that the coverage would be much better, but I mean, that's on, that's on lives marketing themselves. Uh, we I both- think after, I think, cause this is the first year. I definitely think next year they'll probably have a TV TV sponsorship or at least some sort of streaming instead of just from their website or like YouTube or Facebook. Cause I definitely do think like if it was on TV and more ex- e- easier accessible to people, I do think people would actually watch it because the tournaments do look fun and it looks like I like, do you follow them on Instagram? Like their shorts and stuff. They have like, they throw a party for like all the players and like spectators and stuff like the night before the tournament. Yeah. I mean, the thing I, I actually did not know that about the parties and everything there, but I feel like for some reason, I feel like Fox is going to make a move for them. NBC and the golf channel won't because they're golf channel heavily affiliated with the PGA tour. Monahan Monahan could easily put a stop to that there if he wanted. So that's why live won't approach golf channel. What about CBS? I feel like CBS won't because like they're not heavily affiliated with the PGA tour, like NBC and golf are. I mean, they still show the other half of the PGA tour events, 
but I don't think CBS would want to get itself get, with the a network. Even though CBS is a powerful network, I mean they're CBS for fuck's sake. I don't think they'll want to be. They don't want to get involved like in this as much as they as much as much as they can avoid it as if anything there the only reason why i say fox more so than abc and espn is because you know the disney corporation is not going to associate themselves with this based on all the quote-unquote controversy associated with it whereas fox they're they would be desperate for sports programming in my opinion because they're the lesser of all the major networks in my opinion also they could easily just put it on fs1 or fs fs1 or fs2 during the day instead of showing the bullshit talk shows that they have re, that that they have repeating day in and day out because we all know nobody gives a fuck to listen to skip bayless colin cowherd and Emmanuel acha with their terrible hot with their terrible takes now do you think like if a couple more big players do make the jump over to live do you think now this forces like the the majors hands and like having to keep all the players there you know they didn't want to because let's be honest if you're not getting the top players in the world in the majors are people actually still going to tune in as much as they would in years past the majors, especially the royal, the majors, especially the royal and ancient, should have said something a long time ago. As soon as this came out, as soon as everybody knew that Liv was actually becoming a thing, like, I mean, I think the players should still be as long as they can keep their like world ranking up and stuff, um, because that's something they're gonna have to figure out now as well with how to rank these guys in the world, with how much like stake they're gonna put into live and stuff. Um, but I think if the players could still qualify, I still think they should be able to play in the majors because I think it's a big miss for the majors if they don't do that because they're just not – I feel like they'd be like tarnished majors where there's not you're not having to compete against the best in the world. No, I agree with you there. I mean, I just think that the governing bodies and the majors should have had decisions on this way before like now. I mean, the only one that said anything was the U.S. Open, but that was – and the USGA, but that's because the US Open came out and said, all right, we have our qualifying and like that's how it works there. The the Open really didn't say anything about live golfers. Like they, they didn't say they couldn't play. They didn't say that they couldn't not play. Um, and then the one that's really been quiet is Augusta and the Masters is the most prestigious of all the majors. Like, I don't know. I don't understand like what's really taking so long as to like why nobody like you know decides to have a like a a meeting about this or a conference like about this over the phone or however the fuck they can do it because it's 2022. They don't need to send smoke signals and uh, pigeons anymore. Um, but they should just honestly like have a meeting, like say like this is like what's going on. What do we do about this? And then they need to be in unison. Because if they're not in unison, then it all goes to shit. So, like, my thought process is, is that I would just say, like, let them, let them compete, because you want the ratings. You're not gonna have you're not gonna have good ratings if like if if Liv has a good amount of golfers that like are not going to be able to compete on the PGA Tour, obviously, and the majors say that they can't, like then what's the point of people watching the majors They're, they they want to watch like their favorite golfers. And if their favorite golfers just happen to be and live, 
then they're not going to watch the Masters. They're not going to watch the Open. They're not going to watch the U.S. Open. And they certainly won't watch the fucking PGA. So, like... I think this is going to have force the PGA as well to allow players to play in both tours if they want to, because clearly Liv doesn't have an issue with the players going back and forth. That's all coming from the PGA. So I wonder if this is going to force like Monaghan's hand now to like maybe let these players back in at some point. I mean, Monaghan will probably be forced to let them in at some point. I mean, right now he's very adamant that they'll never be allowed back. Which, I mean, in my opinion, I mean, you know, we we both know, like, where I stand on that. I think it's very stupid. I mean, golf is golf. Let them golf. I mean, there's an antitrust lawsuit that the top the top golfers that joined Live, like, filed against the PGA Tour. And now the government is looking into that. So it's just a matter of, like, what exactly happens at this. It's just a matter of what exactly happens at this point. I think, though, personally, that Monahan Monahan's eventually going to change his mind. It's not going to happen overnight, though. He's going to probably, I, I say, give it. It's going to happen at the beginning of next, like when it's going to be. It's going to happen like before, like the actual season starts up, like in February. Because the thing is, though, is like. Yeah, the season's coming to an end now, and not a lot is going to happen in the months to come, obviously. But once February, March comes, like that's like when golf like really takes into a swing of things, especially on the PGA Tour. And you know, in the quote-unquote off season, live and what's happening is going to be the talk. So. They're going to have to act fast. And every everybody's going to have to act fast. Monaghan's going to have to reassure himself, figure out, like, what to do. The majors are going to have to figure out what to do. And then it's just a matter of, like, where to go from there, you know? Yeah, I don't know, like, because next, next year is going to be, like, the real determining factor of what is actually going to happen, how this is going to proceed into the future. Because right now, clearly, like, it was just popped up and, like, what had happened had happened and no one really had time to react from the PGA. So now I think like coming up after the um the FedEx playoffs are done is going to give I think the PGA time to figure out what they want to do and maybe they could even get together with Liv and figure out something. I doubt that happens, but this will be the time to now with going into just like those like winter like fall tournaments that like no one cares about. Exactly, exactly. I mean, like I say, like with all of this, it's just a matter of letting you know, seeing how things pan out here. I mean, this is this is something that's going to be talked about well into next year, um, and if Monahan and the PGA stand firm on like on their stance for the most part, like obviously, like lives like obviously lives going to do things that they're going to want to. Live is going to do things on their side. Monahan and the PGA are going to tour going to do things on their side. Players may leave, may jump ship. Players may not jump ship. Um, I it, it's just a matter of like what actually needs to be done in terms of a compromise. And obviously, they're like nowhere near a compromise. Like nobody is at this point. So it's just a matter of like what happens. I will say this though: going back to that TGL thing, I think it's stupid. I think it is absolutely stupid because, like, 
like I said, I can go if I wanted to watch people like hit a ball into a simulator, I could literally well, if you were in the area and not down in Florida, I would literally call I could literally call you up and say, Hey, let's go to the simulator. And I could watch you hit the hit like we could watch each other. And then you'd probably and then I could just watch myself hit the ball into the ceiling again. Right. I, I it like I get like it, it's a new like they're trying something different and wanna to do something new in the world of golf, but I just I just think that's a real miss with them doing that. I just because like you said, like we're gonna it's basically gonna be watching the guys play a normal tournament, just hitting it into a simulator. Exactly, like, glorified practice. If you ask like, me, are the players like allowed? Exactly, like are the players gonna be allowed to go like drink there and have a little fun and show a little personality? Because if that was the case, I'd be all there for that. But if they're gonna be there, still kind of like stuck up and like like just like they're doing their normal stuff then it's just not fun no it's not get the players like if they want to have like a little fun like have a drink or two or whatever like let them and see what happens and i just don't get how they're going to do these in stadiums as well that is a weird concept to me yeah that's a very weird concept to me i mean that's also like in the stages as we might say so we'll see what exactly happens there obviously more details will come out but i don't know it's all just very baffling to me. They wait well, until like I, said, I think the the main they, thing was Tiger wanted to keep. Like I'm not saying Tiger made this about himself, but this is a way for him to stay in kind of the limelight of golf because we know. I mean, he has been for the past couple of years, but he's going to be on a limited schedule anyway. So now, like I said, this is going to give him a chance to like be still in the spotlight and not have to worry about his body because he's not going to have to walk a full 18 holes or 72 holes or whatever he makes it through the weekend. Exactly, exactly. I mean, if they, I don't know, like I said, I just find, I was going to say, I just find it hilarious that they wait till the end of the season to announce all this stuff. Um, well, because Tiger finally went in with Rory and they had a, they had a players only meeting without Monaghan about everything. No, I know, I know. It happened last week during the BMW. I find it funny that they wait until like almost the last second to have this meeting and everything. It's like, if this was such a big deal, which it's being made out to be. They would have had it a lot. They should have had it sooner, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion there. Like, it's also weird that, like, with this, like, they're going to hit their long balls into the simulator, but then when they're close to the green, then, like, they're going to have, like, a chipping and putting, like, actual thing there. It's just odd to me. That I did not know. Yeah, like so, like they're gonna hit like their drive and like long into the simulator, but like if they're like fifty yards away or whatever, they're gonna have like a chipping green there and like a green there that they're gonna have to put on. That is definitely weird. Okay, uh, more details about this literally need to like come out like as soon as possible. I know it's not coming until like twenty twenty four, but still, like, I need to know more. Because right now I find this complete to be completely. And- okay, so I have like Rory's comments up here. So kind of like what I was actually saying about Tiger. He goes, he said, who knows when we're going to see Tiger Woods play golf next, right? He said, we don't know what his schedule is going to be. We don't know how his body is going to be. But now he'll still be able to showcase his skills on primetime TV without it having any wear or tear on his body. Awesome. And he, said, he said, I think. I think to be able to see Tiger hit golf shots and still provide people with a glimpse of his genius, it'll be a really good time use of his time. Hmm. 
so I guess like I was kind of spot on with that than about the thing like this being more for like a tiger type thing. More of a tiger type thing. Still, it's stupid. It is stupid. Like I don't. More information. I don't know. Like I guess like if I wasn't like Chris clearly like I said like. If it's a team football, thing. Well, football won't be on, but like that'll be like towards the end of the hockey season. Like I'd much rather turn on a hockey game on Monday night than watch this for two hours. Oh, exactly. Yeah, hockey. Exactly. I you're a basketball it. fan, you'll have basketball. I mean, then you're going to be, especially when this is going to be kind of starting, you're going to kind of be getting into the, like, March Madness starting up. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, college basketball altogether in general. Like, I, shit. Like I said, I need more information. That way, like, I can, like, literally just, like, put a nail in the coffin on this mm-hmm. and just fucking like, tear I want to, like, I want to know what that, like, that 20 tournament thing was. Like, if it was just for, like, the top guys or, like, if they're just actually going to, like, a 20 tournament season. Yeah, that's a good question, too. I, like I said, they. Okay, so top. All right, I got it right here. Top P- players from the PGA Tour are committing to compete in at least 20 events starting next season, including 12 elevated tournaments that will have an average purse of 20 million. They're basically trying to get, trying to keep up with Liv. No, it's literally that. That is literally keeping up with Liv because they're scared as fucking shit. That's why. Like, that's exactly what it is. Oh, Monahan, you fucking chicken shit motherfucker. Oh, my God. Like, that's just honestly pathetic there. Like, they literally wait, like, months and months and months. They have this. Oh, so now I guess the, um, so it says top PGA tour members to be determined by the player impact program will commit, commit to playing at least 20 events next season, including the 13 below. And then four new ones to be named at a later time. So it's basically the big ones they have. Now they got the century, they got the Genesis, the Palmer, the players, the WGC match play, then like the clear, the four majors, the, the masters PGA championship, um, the open and us open. And then the Memorial tournament, um, and then, like, clearly, like, the FedEx, St. Jude, BMW Championship, and Tour Championship, which is the FedEx Cup playoffs. So yeah, it's basically the, the same thing, and now they're throwing more money into what they're already doing. Yeah, but that's so stupid, though, because the FedEx Cup playoffs, not everybody, like, make – not everybody, like, goes into that unless they're going to change the format of the playoffs, which it seems like that they're going to do now if they want, like, the top golfers participating. So then, okay. and then there, it says PJ Tour is also launching – and earnings assurance program for fully exempt members of the PGA tour, which guarantees a league minimum salary of 500,000 per player. Players receiving that money must participate in 15 events. Rookies and returning members will receive the money at the start of the season for non-exempt players who are ranked 120 through 126 in the FedEx cup points below. They will receive $5,000 for every missed cut. And now the tour will substitute. Well, they've already done this though. Kind of. What they the will f- subsidize the travel and tournament-related expenses for the players, which, I mean, they kind of already had done. But oh, players, like, w- w- with that being said, like, the subsidize, I- I've listened to, like, podcasts and stuff with them saying uh, what they subsidize is this hotel room for the players, and most players want to stay in a house, so they have to buy it themselves anyways. <laughs> so I wonder if they're going to change that to maybe now just pay for the players wherever they want to stay. I have no clue. The information that's literally come out, like, seems like nothing is changing unless they actually go into more detail about it, which is... That's what, like, they're very, like, all they literally, very, like, bland and, like... 
it's bland it's blah and they they need to go into more detail i don't understand why they need to i don't yeah, I, i'm all for them giving the players more money because they deserve it at the end of the day they deserve it but they don't need to sugarcoat it. No, they just need to come on and say, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Like, what is it with American sports leagues where, what is it with American sports leagues when it comes to like laying out foundations and things like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's almost as if they haven't been around for over 50 years, almost a hundred years. It's almost as if they were created and they're run by fucking children. And like the live just started this year, and it seems like they're already doing it better. Like they got with the players what they wanted: less golf and more money. Less golf, more money, exactly. But it's not even just and that sick private jet. Yeah, it's not even just with the PGA at this point anymore. Like, like, like watching, like seeing our sports leagues now. Like they don't communicate. None of them communicate with the media or the fans as well as well as they should. None of them. With anything, and it's it boggles my mind as to like as to like how they get away with it because it, your sports leagues where you have where you have athletes, you take care of you're supposed to take care of your athletes and also provide a service to cater to the Ameri- to the public, whether it's the American public or any international fans either. You're not the fucking government where you can redact everything. Sorry, rant over. No, you're fine. I mean, you're not wrong. Get your shit together, Monahan. Get your shit together, PGA. Holy fuck. Do you think Monahan possibly out as a commissioner like this year or next year? Monahan won't last two years after this. I think that Monahan will be. No, he handled the way he handled everything was very poor. Oh, We've yeah. talked about this before, but like the handling of everything here was poor, and especially when he got set like. For what, like, he took the initiative, like, right away, like, that the players' championship, and it kind of seemed like put the PJ tour out front. All the players came out and said they weren't going to commit to live. Then all of a sudden, a lot of guys just went and committed, and Monahan, like, was basically a fish out of water. Yeah, no, Monahan definitely, like, and then Monahan became scared shitless and not knowing what to do here, and he still doesn't know what to do. And, that's why I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll last two more years as commission. He has literally two more, no more than that. If he actually somehow survive, if he actually somehow lasts, like going into next season, I will be surprised. Though, um, my thought process is is like, how could he even get removed? Like, do they have a board of governors? Like, I don't know how. Other than Monahan, I don't know like how P- how the PGA tour like deals with like leadership like that. Do they have a board? Do they have like? I would assume so. I mean, you would think, right? I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not like. It's not like. Yeah, they got a board of directors. Okay, so it's yeah. So okay, so they have a board of directors that could possibly remove him. It's not like the It's not like team sports where the owners like can tell the commission to go fuck off. Yeah. That needs to happen a lot more, in my opinion, too. But that's another conversation for another day. Um, I, I yeah, I shit. I, speaking of the PGA Tour, I mean, we can continue with golf. I still think the tour. I still think the FedEx Cup format needs to be fit changed again because yeah, I'm pretty sure we ranted about this last year as well. It's just so stupid. We did rant about it. I told and I told and I was telling you how I was watching earlier today and I'm like this is fucking stupid because Scheffler started out minus ten and I mean everybody's kind of moving all over the place and Scheffler still has a five stroke lead going into tomorrow and it's like 
All right. Yeah, basically, like, he just, he, barring anyone, like, having, like, rounds of their life throughout the weekend, like, if, Scheff, if Scheffler just basically plays, like, all he has to do is right around up. right around par golf, he's fine. Like all he, he has to do is wake up, show up, and not. Which, and, don't get me wrong; he's probably the player that deserves to win it the most from this season, with how much he had won and like what he did this season. But it's like at least give everyone like a fair chance. Like I get like he was like leading through the like I and we talked about this as well. Like, I don't get like the FedEx Cup points throughout the season at all. And so it's like at the end of the day, it's like they just tell me like someone could be in first, and I'll be like. Okay, like I don't know how he got there, but okay. Oh yeah, no, I mean, Sheffler definitely deserves it. But the thing is, there is like, I just wish it would be more competitive. I just wish it would be more competitive. Like, I don't want to fuck. I don't want to like see like minus ten, minus nine, right? And it doesn't even like it's supposed to be like the playoffs, but like there's no allure to it, like there is for the majors. No, exactly. Like a hundred percent. Like it's not. They're not promoted as much. They're not taken seriously. And the thing is, too, is like once the FedEx Cup playoffs end, like the golfers are more worried about the golfers. Let's be honest. They're more worried about like what to do with like in their free time, or they're more worried about like golfing for either the Ryder Cup or the Presidents Cup, which it's the Presidents Cup this year. So like. They're going. They're more. They, they're more. Which we won't even get to see the best players again because the guys that went to live aren't allowed to play in it. Yeah, I know. Henrik Stenson got stripped of his captaincy because he went to live in Luke Donald, who I completely not going to get to see Deshambo, Kepko, or DJ, who probably would have made the Presidents Cup team. Yeah, I know. Ah, oh, fuck. We're fucked for the Ryder Cup next year. Well, I mean, uh, um, we are fucked. No, because I mean. Team Europe kind of lost like a bunch of their guys as well. I know, I know they're kind of going through a change of the guard type thing with Team Europe because they were very old. Like most of their players, like old, you know, top heavy, the old players. So they're going to need to make the change anyways. But it's like it's just not going to have like like I said, it's not going to have the same allure out of anything because if they don't allow like everyone, like the best players in the world, to play in it, then what's the point? Exactly. No, you're not wrong there. You're definitely but not. Yeah, it'll be fun to tune in and still watch. But like, we know like it's going to be like a watered-down type thing because, like I said, we're missing already three of our best players who just came out and competed in the Ryder Cup for us in, like I said, Kepka, DeChambeau, and DJ. And possibly now Shoffley going over there, being number four, who was in that Ryder Cup team. Yeah, no, this, this actually has a longer-term effect than it does on even, like, the fuck – than it does on the majors like you can't do you if you can't compete like if you can't if you're not going to be able to compete like for on the Ryder Cup or just change it instead of like doing like a Ryder Cup President's Cup type thing like I know like the history of everything versus PGA Tour every year I would love that I would love that not every year every other year uh, like replace keep the Ryder Cup and let everyone playing it but then replace the President's Cup because I like I'm sorry to like Cam Smith, who can't play in a Ryder Cup, and we can play in Presidents Cup and stuff, but it is Pres- what it is. The Presidents Cup like isn't as great as the Ryder Cup because it's like the golfers that are like are great that aren't like on Team Europe. But the thing is, though, is like the other than Cam Smith, like those golfers like aren't really that. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, like you pretty much just have like Ernie Ellis, who's like. 50. You got Tommy Fleetwood, but isn't it a rumor he's going to live as well? 
it is rumored he is going to live. Golf, get your shit together, I swear. Yeah, it's like they're losing so many, so many people. No, yeah, no, without a doubt. If they don't get this together, if they don't get this together soon, like it, it's just going to impact the fans as well. Like, I mean, viewer, I mean, the fans already are annoyed. They're going to be annoyed even more. Like, I don't know. I, let's just see how this plays out. Because looking at it, it's not like for the Ryder Cup. Like, they would be missing Louis Uso, who's – or, wait, no, he'd be on the President's Cup team. He's, he's oh, that's South African, yeah. Um, you got Lee Westwood, who's gone. You got, like – I mean, Sergio Garcia's over there now. Um, They'll be missing – Abe Answer probably would have made the President's Cup team. But – Oh yeah, but the thing is though, it's like the it's it's just a whatever at this point. I mean, they literally fuck. Yeah, just get your shit together. Come on, boy. Come on. Like it's it's not that hard. Like be adults here. Liv get- does need to f- fix up their website though and give me like the better standings for like where the players are sitting. And I also don't like how they change teams every week so like the teams don't like When's the next event? What's up? When's the next event? The next event shouldn't it be this week or no next week in Boston? Next week in Boston. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I I wish I uh, I I wish I knew like when that was. Like they literally need to be a better like in terms of like saying like oh well, this is our next event. Are they are they like are they do you, see I don't know if they draft again or if they. Wait a minute. Do you think we could see? Let's see, because this is the last week of the. Do you think Cam Smith could join right after and go play in Boston at the? That'd be interesting. Yeah, him and Shoffley easily could do that. Him and Shoffley. That'd be interesting. That would be. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Maybe that would be honestly hilarious. Like, you see Cam Smith and uh, Xander Shoffley. At the uh, tour championship, and then all of a sudden, you just see them in Boston for live come out of nowhere. It's like, holy fuck, I would laugh. I would I'm getting because the Cam Smith is going to get a bag. I'm assuming Xander Shalfi would as well. Hey, too bad the Zalatoris rumors turned out to be false. Imagine the bag he would get. Um, he could on, I could honestly like make an argument baby, for him, like live, like they should make him hit their highest paid player if he was baby, still over. Maybe, maybe, maybe the injury. "Quote unquote, hey, conspiracy theory here, boys. Do you think, do you think he was pulling a thing like the other players that were saying, no, I'm not going, not going, and then just playing? Well, because he even would, I feel like he would have did that already though, because he withdrew from the, the tournament because the tour. Maybe he's waiting until the season ends. That would be the smart thing to do. Big brain here, you know, just mm-hmm. like." wait until the season ends, withdraw because I'm injured, quote-unquote. Now, the thing is, though, is he's probably not going to go to live. I mean, no. I would just – I would love the – like, I would be here for the – if that happened, honestly. Like, you just, like, pull a fast one out like that. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time, like, an athlete pulled a fast one or on any – like, on a, like on all of us like that in any sport. So, it, it would be hilarious. Like, it would be – 
a giant fuck you to the PGA. But at the same time, too, is like he's just finally coming off his first win on the PGA Tour, and he does have a bright future ahead of him. So I can't see it actually happening. But, you know, the crazy conspiracy theorist in me is like, ah, maybe he faked it. Maybe he's faking it all. Uh, so he'll just like show up like, you know, at like he'll show up going to live. It'll be like, you know, kind of like when Hulk Hogan like turned heel and went to the NWO. <laughs> well, actually, um, Liv actually just hired a lobbying firm for themselves. I'm sorry, repeat that, my guy. Liv just hired a lobbying firm. Oh, interesting. For themselves. Oh, interesting. Supposedly, it's a uh... <laughs> uh, good job, USA. Um, yeah, well, they're hired a lobbying firm that's like U.S. backed. Oh, interesting. Very, very interesting. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're gonna buy. Maybe they're gonna buy. Maybe they're gonna buy an EPL team at this yep. point. The Saudi-backed Live Golf has hired a lobbying firm to advance its interest in DC lobbying registrations filings. Oh, all right. I maybe don't really know what that means to be honest, but it sounds uh, good for lobbying, lobbying to become like a legit golf league in the United States to compete with the PGA Tour. And it's antitrust stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. That's what. That's what this this article is looking like. Oh, let's go! I'm here for it. Let's go! Golf wars, baby! Golf wars. I'm here for it. Somebody need. Somebody needs. Somebody. Somebody needs to create a. Um, uh, I want some. I want somebody to create a rival hockey league and to go up against the NHL now. That that would be. <laughs> Um, I mean, just make the KHL like a like a good league instead of like a mafia backed league. <laughs> <laughs> make the KHL not not like seriously like a, a a league like that forms in the uh, a hockey league that's backed by God knows who, created in the United States. Cal McCarr, first player to first player to leave the NHL and go to the new league. That would be hilarious. I would die. No, honestly, the best play, like, if that was to happen, like, just playing, like, hypotheticals here, if that was to happen, I think the first player you have to get, like, to make your league serious is probably Zegras. Uh, don't be like the NHL cover and hype him up. Come on. Well, I mean, we have hyped him up before. I know. I, I like Zegras. I do like Zegras. But just imagine, like, going to be the – just imagine. The guy that's going to be the greatest defender in NHL history by the time he retires, already a Stanley Cup champion, Norris Trophy winner, and Conn Smythe winner. Um, and he's still got many years of hockey left in him. Like, I mean, either one of those players, the scenes of that, I would die. That would it, be. It like, wouldn't happen. <laughs> no, it wouldn't happen. Just, just give, him, more the, like, give him the Coyotes. Huh? <laughs> I said, give him the Coyotes and Mullet Arena. No, I like Mullet Arena. They can take the Coyotes, though, especially since Kessel's in Vegas. Can you imagine, like, all the hockey heads, like, the old-time hockey heads, how pissed are going to be if Kessel gets the Ironman streak with, like, how much of an athlete he isn't? I guess we're moving to hockey now, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I guess that was just a little switch right there. But, no, well, it's, it's named Mullet Arena because uh, the guy's actual name is, like, Donald Mullet. Yeah, um, yeah, he was like the biggest donor in ASU sports. Well, yeah, because it's on ASU's campus, so like the Coyotes have no say in anything. They're just playing there for free. 
while the state of Arizona decides to build them a new arena some for some reason when we all know that they should be contracted as a team, but they're not because Batman just wants to piss us all off. And they should like be. I said, Batman won't let that team go down because he's the reason that Arizona's in the league. So he's exactly. not going to let something he built fail. The they uh, yeah they just need yeah exactly exactly like they ended up like and yeah the Thrashers ended up going back and going up Winnipeg and becoming the second incarnation of the Winnipeg Jets. The first incarnation of the Winnipeg Jets should have never gone to Phoenix. I fucking hate Gary Bettman. He is an idiot. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Donald Mullet's like a big boost. Them, so that makes sense there. Like it, that's with any college campus, though, for the most yeah. part. You, people you, thought it was just named Mullet Arena because hockey players have mullets, and people just assumed that at first. But yeah, that that. like some rich old person that like has money. So it, it, it it's like if I had money and I decide it's like if I had money, I decided to like give St. John Fisher University a shit ton of money. They literally could put. <laughs> Could you imagine giving a bunch of money to a D three like sports team and then like having like their arena named after you? Would no. you much rather just do like a D one one because then at least your name gets a little exposure? I mean, I'm not Tom Galsano. I'm not looking to put my name all over the place like he like he does hospitals. And I guess there's a couple things named like there's actually like NU has a building named after him, but I guess like he funded it for. The science, there's a, oh, it's a science center. That's what it is. Um, but uh, no, I could never actually give my, I could never actually give like a D3 school like money like that just to have my name on a building. I, I, I mean, it's bad enough I gave them my tuition. It's bad enough I gave them money to attend college. Um, well, you might be getting some of that money back. <laughs> my loans are paid off. Oh. I actually decided to pay them off. You know, I'll be personal here. I decided to have them paid off during the pandemic year because I I didn't want to wait for I didn't want to wait on this as shit. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually almost I paid through the pandemic as well. I'm actually almost done with mine. I got I got just a little bit left. I won't I won't, yeah. I, won't throw gonna, the, I won't throw the price out there right now, but I'm not gonna throw a price out there, but I, mine are pretty much taken care of. Mine are actually all taken care of. So like we're in good shape. Yeah, that was a big thing for me. I just wanted to get those paid off before like I started anything in life. So I wasn't like in like debt when like I want to buy a house and stuff. Exactly, exactly. Uh but yeah, no, I would never do I could never do that. Um back to the old hockey heads. Oh, they would fume because the thing is though, is like didn't Kessel at one point like start a game? play for like 10 minutes and then go to the hospital. Because this year he played one, he started the game, he played one shift, he got off the ice, one got changed. They got him a charter flight to the hospital for his uh, wife giving birth. Wife giving birth, exactly. Like, Which, like I, I understand that, but like, and I understand they did for the Ironman streak, but I, I don't know, I think it's stupid because like, remember it was it two years ago when Jack was on the point streak and he was looking to break like the point streak record or whatever, or and tie league, it. And, and he... League. The league he didn't set out a game. He didn't even like dress for it, and they told him no. He did it because he missed that game. Yeah, that's so stupid. But so, yeah, like, what would happen then? Like, say if Kessel, um, just by hypotheticals here, if Kessel then didn't get signed by a team and missed the beginning of the season, and someone brought him on mid-season, would his Ironman streak still continue because he technically didn't miss any games because he wasn't like on a team, or how would that work? 
I wouldn't count it personally. I mean, I would. Say- I wouldn't count it personally either. But like, would the NHL still count it? Like knowing what they did to like Jack when that whole thing happened. Um, but like oh, now he like technically wouldn't be on a team to have the Iron Man streak going. Knowing the league, the knowing Batman in the league, they probably would because of the incompetence of them. It's like in baseball, like when you have a hitting streak. Like nowadays, like one players get like a ten, like a double digit hitting streak, but they take a day off and they continue the hitting streak. No, the hitting streak ended. Like that's not how that works. Like yeah, I don't agree with that. Like I think like if you if you don't dress for a game, like you should have like your streak be continued because you technically never missed a game. Well, I mean, the thing is though, like that's a hitting streak. So like they didn't play, they didn't take a hit. Like you're done. Your streak is over. I'm sorry. Cause like you didn't put it's consecutive games like that. But in terms of consecutive games played though, like the one shift thing, like personally, like that's that, like he should not have played that game. He shouldn't have an Ironman streak. I understand like why he did it. But the thing is though, too, is like going back to baseball, like what a lot of people don't know is like, when Cal Ripken Jr. finally broke Garrick's consecutive game streak, towards the end there, like, he would go in, he would start the game, play, like, three innings, and then he would be done because of how old he was getting. But because he started the game, but because he played the game, started the game and played it, they can they actually counted it because he appeared in the game, because he appeared in the game to start, which is crazy. Like that, like that, I, I mean, I get that you want the streaks to continue like that, but it's, it's, it just boggles my mind. Like why? Like at some point, like, it's like, I know that streak's never going to get broken. And like when Kessel breaks. Yeah. What is he eight games away? Yeah. When he breaks that, he's going to get to a thousand, which he could, which he could against the, I sent this to you today it would be against the coyotes he would get that game 1000 i think because he would break the streak against the maple leaves and then game 1000 would be against the coyotes or vice versa one of the two um like i i think i think this is his last season anyways he just wants i think he came back for the streak exactly he just wants the iron man streak because nobody's gonna break nobody's gonna break the streak nobody they're not gonna. They're not gonna reach cons- a thousand consecutive games played. I mean, you literally like have to have like an in. You literally have to have injury free season after injury free season, and play and, all eighty two games. Huh? And play all eighty two games. Like, there's no way that like, there's no way that does the Ironman streak count for. It doesn't count for playoff games, right? Or does it? No, I don't think so. I think it's only regular season. It's only regular season games. The Coyotes haven't made the playoffs in how long now? True. Well, no, I was just saying like he would have got a streak tarnished, but I'm saying like if you played in a playoff game, would it count towards the? No, it game? wouldn't. Oh, so. okay. it doesn't count. It's only regular season. Um, uh, I just find it hilarious that he went to Vegas. I mean, this is practically a retirement tour for him at this point. Um, I'm just confused how they signed him as well, considering they're still they're still like 15 million over the cap, and they still don't have players signed. Uh, I don't know what happens. I mean, I, like I said, I'm convinced at this point it's a retirement tour. He'll get the Ironman streak. He'll get a thousand games and then he'll probably just play every other day at that point because he knows nobody will break it. And then, and then, like I said, since it's a retirement tour, he'll just go to, he'll just be on the strip night in and night out, you know, doing whatever. And to be fair, Yandel should have his still going, but fucking Mike Yo's an idiot. Fuck the Flyers. They're a bunch of assholes. That's another team I can't stand. 
Like, he did not deserve to have his end how it did. No, I agree. Like, I guess it kind of like when Madonna played what, what he played 1,499 games, and then um, what's his face sat him and said he didn't realize that he had the streak going. Yeah. Like his last game ever, he got a healthy scratch, and his coach said he didn't know that he had that streak. Like, I don't yeah. get like that's something I don't you get. that stuff exactly. Like, I get like, yeah, like you want. Like in Yandel's situation, like yeah, you want like your season was over. You wanted your young players to come in, but fuck, move someone else and keep Yandel in there and let him just keep playing until he can't because you all knew he was like going to be retiring. Exactly, exactly. I I don't understand like what goes through coaches' minds at some point about that stuff like that. They say that oh, I wasn't paying attention. Bullshit! You should know this. You do know this. It's a joke. That's why I think like once Kessel hits a thousand, like he'll. I think he'll stop like right at a thousand. I'm convinced of it at this point because he knows he'll be the only player to play in a thousand consecutive games. And then like what a, what a number to stop at, and then it's just a matter of like if anybody like even comes halfway close. Uh, with today's day and age game, I don't think so because like guys are starting to take like nights off. Especially yeah. towards like, the end of the season, so like they're going to play. I, like, I don't think it's going to be broken. Like it's not like the NHL of old, where these guys would just play night in, night out. Like the players won't do that now. Like I get hockey is different though because like these players want to play night in, night out. It's not like basketball where they're taking like was it rest days, load man, load man, load, man- load management. Thank you. Where they taking like halfway oh, through the season? God, oh my god! Just because they don't feel like playing. But that is a tough str- – like, it'll be great for him. But like you said, like it's just weird because of that game where he just goes and plays a shift and then gets off the ice and leaves. Exactly, exactly. The old heads are going to be like, what the fuck is this? They're they're going to be punching the air. Um, uh, load management, don't get me started. Oh, God. Off days in ba- – off day- uh, off days in baseball before, they- before the team off day too. That's the thing that annoys me. Aaron Judge had Aaron Judge. They gave Aaron Judge like a day off before the Yankees had an actual day off, and I'm like, why the fuck is he not playing? He's the best player on the fucking team. Well, it's like Tom Brady just taking a vacation. He was uh, the best singer. Come on. No, I think because it came up that he was actually on vacation, unless that's just a ploy because he is on Mass Singer. He but still, is it, is it that crazy that like you had all offseason to take a vacation? And he decides to once like training camp that's starts fun. up. That's why I'm following the masked uh, singer conspiracy theory here. So, I, you know, honestly, like, I actually, like. But now he has to play in the final preseason game. Yeah, because he hasn't fucking done shit. I don't, he, it doesn't matter if you're Tom Brady. Your off, their offensive line is, like, deteriorate, deteriorated right now because of injuries. Um, and he's still, Godwin's not back. Godwin isn't back. He's coming off a torn ACL. I mean, like, his main guy is Mike Evans right now. Leonard Fournette is, like, 30 pounds bulkier or heavier, however the fuck you want to say it. The match one. Just throwing that out there. Okay, they're losing streak ends at two. Good for the Mets. Did the Braves win? Um, That's a foul ball. I'm watching the game, by the way, while we're recording this. Uh, oh, of course, it's foul. Kiner Falafa's at bat. That's uh, why. The Braves aren't playing today. Oh, that's oh Thursday. That makes sense. Random off day. Understandable there. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, like, back to, back to Brady. Like, I actually, like – thought that he may have contemplated retirement again like imagine if he actually like you know 
retired, unretired, then decided at the last minute, you know, fuck it, this isn't for me anymore, and just retired. Like, the scenes, like, I mean, at, at that point, you would have to feel for Tampa because of, like, retiring so soon before the season starts again. But, like, at the same time, I wouldn't feel bad for Tampa because, like, they still have, like, good players. <laughs> Well, I don't think I, I I don't even think this is going to be Brady's last season either. I just think Brady wants to be on a different team. I think Brady is trying to figure out like what to do at this point because the man is forty five. Um, the Bucks, pro- everybody's saying the Bucks are going to be fine. I don't think the Bucks are actually going to be fine this year. I think the Bucks like they're going to have some trouble with the Saints like in the South, and with how the NFC. Like, with how the NFC is, it's crap. We all know it. The Bucks will make the playoffs again. I just don't think they'll win the division. Uh, it's, it depends what Jameis Winston does. Oh, Jameis Winston will be fine. I think uh, I think if he stays healthy, New Orleans will be fine because I couldn't tell you who New Orleans' backup is. Oh, it's still Taysom Hill. Duh. Yeah. Unless they converted him to wide receiver full-time. <laughs> Because New Orleans makes no fucking sense with that move there. That's why. Um, uh, yeah, but no, I mean, shit. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I think Brady, because like, we saw it clearly came out as well over this past week that Brady was looking to go to Oakland as well, but then uh, Rudin blew that all up. Rudin I... blew that up, which I guess, like, I, it, if I, if I'm Gruden, it kind of does make it makes a little sense. You have Derek Carr there. You had you had just signed at this point. He would have just signed his ten year contract, and you don't want to bring in Brady, who you at this point we didn't know. No one knew how long Brady really had left, so he didn't want to like give away Derek Carr for Brady to be there, like say two years and then leave, and then he's screwed without a quarterback. John Gruden also has never made like this a smart move for the most part there. Um. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying it's, it was a smart decision, but I'm saying like I can, I, I can, come, I can, I can talk myself into realizing why he didn't. I mean, the thing is though, is like Dana White wasn't telling anybody anything that nobody knew. I mean, everybody knew that it was the Raiders that were interested in Tom Brady back in 2020, and everybody knows that Derek Carr was. Well, no, people thought it was um. Those are idiot. People thought it was a uh, what's his um Garoppolo. Those are idiot yeah. nine who thought they had a chance to get him. Because Garoppolo was gone, no matter what. That was finally confirmed that um, there was Derek Carr who he was talking about when he was saying, "You're gonna steal that, that motherfucker." Fans, I take I take that back. There, I'm. I, I take I, what I want to actually say there is that it, those were the idiots that thought that Jimmy Garoppolo and like would have been gone in general because of like the time in New England spent together or whatever. There. The media had us all thinking. Personally, I think the media had had people thinking that too. Niners fans were convinced that it was Garoppolo. No, speaking it was- of Jimmy G, though, the 49ers need to trade him by the second, or else they're stuck with that twenty six million dollar contract, or the twenty six million they're going to owe him this year. Excuse he really me. Needs to go to Cleveland and just play for eleven games, and then just be a backup for when Watson comes. Well, back. my my thing is, if if I'm the 49ers right now, I was like. Like, yes, I know I have Trey Lance on my bench, but you know you can win with Jimmy Garoppolo. He took you to the playoffs last year. He took you to a Super Bowl. You know you can win with him. Like, why change that right now? Because they they are going the Trey Lance route. That's why. 
Well, no, I get that, but it's like if I'm a player on the team, it's like we're going to a from a quarterback we know we can win with and who will win us games to kind of like an uncertainty right now because let's let's be honest, when we saw Trey Lance last year, we never like like I get we like you can see the potential there, but you didn't really see any flashes of greatness with him yet. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, is the 49ers drafted him because they knew he was going to be their quarterback of the future. At this point, they're not going to have him sit on the bench for two years knowing that, Gar- knowing that Garoppolo can win nine games for you but can't take you past the NF- but can't pa- take you past the divisional round. Also, they're taking into effect and did blow. The man couldn't lead the team to a Super Bowl victory, although I will blame the defense on that. They blew a 10-point lead against Holmes. Um but they're but it's easier to replace the quarterback that couldn't do anything with the offense is to replace five guys on defense or more guys on defense because of you know you gotta find the right fit and cap and everything there, even though I think that's imaginary at this point based on what teams do, like the Rams. Um uh, but at the same time, the whole thing about Garoppolo baffles me because it's like the Niners don't want him anymore. Yet they still allow him to walk around the facility. It's like, what the fuck? Get- was pra- he's been practicing on a separate field away from the team, throwing into nets. Yeah, but he's still walking around the facility, which is weird. That's like, that's like, that's like if I was, that's like if I was like a team and they wanted to trade me. And- yeah, I feel like though, if like, it's so if weird. Someone, if someone was going to take him, he would have already been traded. I think it's a matter of like what the Niners want for him too. Because in my opinion, the only teams that are viable for a quarterback at this point, the, well, Jets. the Jets and the Browns. The Jets need a quarterback for the short-term situation with Zach Wilson, based on his knee injury and that he had surgery for. And the Browns need a quarter. And the Browns n- need a quarterback mainly for depth or for starting at this point because Deshaun Watson is out for eleven games. And while Jacoby Brissett could get the job done, do the Browns actually want to rely on him for eleven games? My my thing is is that he should go to the Browns, play start the eleven games, and then just be backup for depth like once Watson comes back. And then if Watson shits the bed because he hasn't played in because he hasn't played in almost and like oh well going to be over, then you just put him right back in and well then the Browns look like idiots. Also, I just want it done for the memes because the Browns deserve everything that they get at this point for signing for signing Watson to that guaranteed contract like that. That's just my. Well, I mean, I like, like clearly, like I don't want to get into like what had happened, but like you're getting like I, I don't want to talk about like what the, the fact of what happened with Watson, but like he is probably like. When he plays, I would say a top three, the top five quarterback in the league. No. Yes, I agree with you. I so that's why you give him the guarantee right there. Like they're they're doing that because, like, okay, like say this year, like even if he missed a full season, like they're still getting like a superstar quarterback for like a couple of years after now. Yeah, I mean the thing is though is like they have the quarterback because the Browns actually like want to be the Browns are in a position where they should be able to win the division instead of waiting. They knew that Baker Mayfield wasn't going to be that quarterback anymore, and it goes to show it goes to show that they never had the true. Con- they, it goes to show that what we knew all along, they never had full confidence in him to actually get the job done. But the thing that annoy, but the thing that annoys me is that like, they signed players that he never had chemistry with. 
He didn't have chemistry. He didn't have chemistry with Odell Beckham Jr. Odell ended up going to the Rams, winning a Super Bowl in, in the process, and sadly tearing his ACL. Now he may end up in Buffalo. Depends on like if they actually make that move there. Um, he, we don't know about the chemistry that he may have had with Jarvis Landry, but Jarvis Landry isn't there anymore. He's in New Orleans, and. Now Mayfield is going. Now Mayfield's the starting quarterback for the Panthers, who they're not going to be a good team. A dumpster fire. That is a dumpster fire. They're not a good team. They're going to be in the bottom of the. They're going. They're going to be the bottom of that division for the next like five years. I mean, you pretty much like. I, I don't even know where to begin with that. With that point, but then like looking at the Browns now, going back to them. Now you have Kareem Hunt who wanted a trade, who requests, who want, who reportedly wants to request a trade because he doesn't want to be second fiddle to Nick Chubb. So the Browns are, who at one point were destined to actually do something, are becoming the Browns again. I find it hilarious. I really do. Meme. That's what you always get with those type of organizations that just never change. I mean, we saw like. Even when they like drafted Johnny Manziel, then they draft like you see all these missed draft picks for this team. And, like nothing ever changes within them. You go through all these coaches and stuff. It's like the it's the same old song and dance with the Browns. Like if this if this does pan to work out though with Watson, like if say Jacoby Brissett can somehow fiddle them to like five hundred through his eleven game, well, wouldn't be five hundred, but like a six and five record through his eleven games there. Watson comes in, you're still looking at seven games no um six games left in the season where Watson could go six and all of those then they're looking at a playoff spot possibly it all depends on what the rest of the AFC is doing I mean the thing is is that that division's not going to be a cakewalk I mean, no you still got to go you got to play Lamar twice and you got to play you, you have play Joe Burrow twice you but, have AFC champions in that division and yes Baltimore's much healthier than they were last season that, yeah I know me and you'd like to give Lamar shit, but he still is like can win that team games when he is healthy. Exactly. I, I I give Lamar shit because the thing is though is like I don't understand like why he gets so much praise when in reality like he hasn't like he's a good quarterback, but nothing. Special. He had one. He had one good season. After that, he's kind of been like average. Yeah, people figured him out already, and like it's like he. Like if he would have played in the air with Michael Vick, he would have been great. But um, the thing was, Michael Vick could also throw the ball. Where like Lamar, like okay. yes, Lamar could throw the ball, but not how it could, not yeah. how Vick could. And you're looking at Baltimore as well. You trade away Hollywood. You trade away Hollywood Brown. It's like well, well why? Because now all you're really left with is um Andrews. Yeah, Mark Andrews and. It's like, well, now you Lamar really has no one to throw to. So what are they going to do? They're going to run thirteen personnel out there, like have no one wide up, line up outside, and just run the ball all game. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, is Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins are coming off of injuries, and nobody and Edwards isn't going to be able to play to start the season. Dobbins is coming off a torn ACL, so Baltimore once again is most likely to rely on their defense, which is going to be healthier than what it was last season. And they do have a good defense. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is like from a Brown standpoint, 
You still have to play. You still have to play the. You still have to play the the Ravens twice. You still have to play the Bengals twice. And as much as it pains me to say this, I don't think the Steelers are going to be any good. But the Steelers always find a way to beat the Browns. No, no Mike Tomlin will find a way to get that team to ten wins, even though there is a little bit of quarterback controversy there now. Because I think Tomlin does want to start picking from like the sounds of everything that like I'm kind of hearing how he says like. He said every position still up for grabs in an interview, and they said even quarterback, and he says yes, where you would think reasonably like you would just have Trubisky be the starter there and just like if he if he has a bad like say like give him three games to start the season, if you go one and two, then you can go and say, okay, we want Pickett here now instead. But instead, they're probably going to go with the rookie to start. But like I said, Tomlin will still find a way to get that team 10 wins in the season. Exactly. And the thing is, too, is like NDA, we know that from, exactly. That's exactly it there. So the Browns actually could find a way to finish last in that division. And then the thing is, too, is like they still have to deal with how that they're just going to be beating up on each other week in and week out. And then, and then obviously, like the Bills, like heavy Super Bowl favorites, like they, we know what that team should do. I'm not going to go into it. Like, no, I mean we do, we have the easiest division in the AFC to go through. No, when you exactly, and the thing is too is like while the Dolphins still have Tua Tagovailoa as quarterback, they have a better roster than they have compared to in. Well, year. they got they got to still have like I think in my opinion like one of the best secondaries in the league. You upgraded your O line this summer, and, and you, you have like I, and Miami does have a good defense, like. It's just a matter it's just of the matter of fact that who's standing under center for you in Tua. Um, I know you see all those reports like how accurate he is, yada yada yada. But that injury that he had coming out of college, I think, honestly killed him. Like he lost, like because he was a good quarterback in college. But as soon as well, it was his hip, right? Both of them. It seemed it's yeah. It seemed like he lost like his throwing power. And kind of like that zip that he used to be able to get on the ball, it seems like that's not there anymore. I think that's his issue. Oh, hang on. I think I got a bloody nose. Give me one second. Oh, not ideal there. Not ideal there, my guy. All right, get that taken care of. Okay. Uh, Jake's got a bloody nose while we're recording. Awesome. Um, Pod injury, I guess. Um, But, uh, yeah, no, it's – I, I guess it's just a matter of like what's what's happening under center there for Miami. But from a Brown standpoint, like this team is not going to do anything. This from a Brown standpoint, the team's not going to do anything. like I don't see them playoffs no matter what. I mean, no matter what. I mean, Deshaun like Watson's going to be gone eleven games. Like even like Brissett. Like I, let's see. Let's go. Let me. I mean, thankfully, though, like, they kind of start off the season with, like, kind of, like, an easier. So, they start the season with the Panthers, which, I mean, well, actually, the Browns haven't won a home or a season opener since 2004. Yeah, exactly. Baker Mayfield's Mayfield revenge game incoming. Like, just got torched them, I feel like. Yeah, but then they see the Jets, which could probably be a win. Should be. Um, you see the Steelers, which the Steelers, like we had just been talking about, like, they're an uncertainty right now, but I'm marking like said it's Tomlin. Where is the game? Uh, it is in Cleveland. I'm marking it as Boston. Okay, and then you got to go see the Falcons, which could be a win. So let's that's, see. That's, that's a win. That's a win. So you start the season two and two, then you go see the Chargers loss. That's a loss. Yep. Then you see the Patriots, which home, I think you could beat the Patriots. I think 
Patriots. Report, reports that's right now, this is the worst training camp for the Patriots in a long time. And Mac Jones, people are saying it looks like he regressed. Well, people are saying that Mac Jones doesn't know what to fucking do because nobody knows who the offensive coordinator is. And they're a shit show right now. Which Matt, I'm Matt Patricia. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Jesus Christ. What a time. Actually, to- what, it's him, what is it? Him and Joe Judge, right? What a time to be alive in New England right now. Enjoy, enjoy those twenty years. Enjoy the glory. You can, you can start talking about the glory days again, boys. I mean, you're going back to mediocrity like you were before Brady showed up. All right. Well, look at this. Actually, I think the Browns are fucked. Look at. I thought they had an easier schedule. They don't. So to the Patriots, they go Ravens, loss. Bengals loss. Dolphins probably a loss because I think the Dolphins are gonna get the two seed in the AFC East this year. Yeah, they'll finish. Then you, then you see the Bills. That's a loss. And then you see the Buccaneers. That's definitely a loss there. And then after that, finally, Watson's Watson team. comes back and you get to see the Texans, Bengals, Ravens, Saints, Commanders, Steelers. The, the the league literally just like wanted to fucking be a grab your popcorn type of thing and be like, Watson, you're going up against your old team. It's, it. And it's too bad the Texans suck. And they're at the Texans, though, which will be interesting. That would be hilarious. I mean, imagine if the Texans actually win that game. I would love for that to happen. I mean, the Texans actually, the Texans knew what Watson was doing. But the thing is, though, is, like, they actually, like, did not play him because they knew what he was doing, whereas the Browns were stupid enough to be like, hey, we don't care what you've done. We'll, we'll, we'll let you be on our team. Well, and to be honest, like, I do think Davis Mills is probably going to be the starting quarterback for the Texans, right? Davis Mills is the starting quarterback for the Texans, 100%. All right, because I know what Kyle Allen is their backup, right? I have no fucking clue. Your your guess is as good as mine. You could tell me. You could tell me that. Um, you could tell me Matt Schaub's come out of retirement for them, and I'd believe you. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Texans just unfortunately. I like the. I. I, I I think Davis Mills is a good quarterback. I think he was in a different situation. Like, I thought he played good his rookie season. It's just he's on the Texans. Exactly. And they fired their coach for no reason, which I think is ridiculous anyways, because they set him up for – they set that guy up for failure, and then they bring in somebody else. So that organization's a shit show. But I want the Texans to win that game just for the fucking memes. That would be great. But, yeah, the Browns are fucked. Exactly. They're fucked. They're finishing last – they're going to finish last in the North. Um – they're not making the playoffs. It's just a matter of like what happens. Like they, they, you know, might as well just they might as well just fold on the season now. Um, tank for the number one pick and figure out who to draft then because I don't know who is even coming. Uh, very quarterback heavy draft this year. They're talking about like at least probably seven quarterbacks. They don't need a quarterback though. They signed a guy to a. Well, yeah, but I'm saying it's a very quarterback heavy draft. And, like people are talking about like stupid there's going to be possibly like seven quarterbacks coming out. And the Browns could be stupid and draft a quarterback. I can see it happen. I could say it's possible. It is possible. That is sad. Um, uh, yeah, no, the Browns, they're fucked. Um, Cleveland, you might as well just, like, enjoy baseball season at this point since your Guardians are, late, are winning the Central. I'm getting closer to my $15 bet returning $45. I could – I mean, Dallas is in a tough situation right now with their offensive line. Dallas is in a tough situation because they don't have any wide receivers either. Their offensive line is terrible um, because of injuries and other decimations. They also don't have any main wide receivers because Dak likes to spread the ball. This is going to be a – you know, honestly, like, 
I I was joking about this because like I actually drafted Ezekiel Elliott onto my fantasy team, but I feel like they're going to be a run heavy team this year, and they're going to focus on Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard a lot because they don't have any wide receivers. Gallup is coming off of, off of an injury. Who knows how he's going to be? They lost Amari Cooper to Cleveland of all teams. Uh, Cedric Wilson went to Miami, I think. And then James Washington is also injured as well. So, I mean, they have C.D. Lamb still, but, like, who's number two after that? I think they have, like, a third-round rookie. But other than that, I have no idea what's going on down there. Yeah, I know. It's not looking good. I um, thought that they're going to win the division because it's the Cowboys. No, the NFC is going to be a shit show once again. Mark it down. I think the Eagles could win that division. The Eagles probably will win the division. It's just a matter of how accurate of a quarterback Jalen Hurts can be. If he can actually be, if he can be like how he was in Alabama, yes, the Eagles are winning that with flying colors. But if you, if he, well, and you just got uh, what's his face who from Tennessee, AJ Brown, yeah. yeah. So AJ Brown and Devonta Smith, and then they have um, uh, Goddard as tight end, um, like, and their defense is and their defense is not bad either. My thought process is that, like, it all depends on how Jalen Hurts is going to be. If Jalen Hurts, like, completely and utterly, like, shits the – not shits the bed, but shows up, like, how he entered the league, like, this season, like, the Eagles, like, their chances are – their chances, like, took a dip. That's why I think the NFC East is going to be, like, same old, same old NFC East where, like, nobody knows, like, who's going to actually win the division until, like, about week 15. And then it'll probably be the Commanders because Carson Wentz will somehow pull something out of his ass. Um, I, I mean, I like the Commanders team. It's just like you said, who's on? It's it's you got it's Carson Wentz. Are we gonna get MVP Carson Wentz? Or are we gonna get Carson Wentz of the Colts that can't get out of his own way? Carson Wentz of the Colts. I hope that way the Giants won't finish last in the East. Uh, there's no shot you don't finish last. They're not winning the division. It's I don't right. see. I don't see any scenario where you guys don't finish last in this division. Well, we're in a rebuild anyway, so I have no. Idea. Yeah, which is fine. You don't have any expectation going into this year. I think you need to move on from Daniel Jones. To be honest, we probably will. We'll see what happens. We have a lot of injuries coming into the season again as well. Um, Why don't you go draft next year that kid from Kentucky? What will Levi? I mean, the thing is, though, is it all depends on, like, what Dable and Shane, Shane, Sean, however you pronounce his name, want to do there. Um, because the thing is, is that when it comes to the rebuild, like, it's practically going to be Buffalo South at this point with the trust the process or respect the process. True. However, or, yeah, I think next year you guys definitely probably quarterback, unless Daniel Jones does show some promise, but, like, I, I've seen a little bit of training camp is not looking great for him. I mean, it didn't look good in the preseason either, but at the same time, like, I mean, he looked okay against the Bengals, but that was the Bengals backups. They didn't play any of their starters. They're not, they're, I don't think they're going to play any of the starters against the Jets. Hey, yeah. they may not. I mean, the thing is at this point, like the last preseason game is pretty much like a, deter- is pretty much a determination of like who actually fills out the 
roster at this point because everybody knows who the main guys are. Yeah. Guy, and what you guys you guys didn't pick up his fifth year either, right? So he's gonna be a free agent next year. Yeah, it's pretty much a prove it or you're fucking gone type of situation for him. But I'm I'm not even worried about him at this point. I'm worried about the injuries that they've been getting in the preseason and in tra- and in practice. It's it's already they've already got injuries and it's annoying me. So I already know it's gonna be a long season. So at this point I might as well just root I'm rooting for chaos at this point. <laughs> the whole division or the NFL? Well, the whole NFL. Maybe the league will fold. Who knows? Uh, the uh, the XFL will be the main mainstay now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Since Vince McMahon is in running, you already know the Rock is actually do something good with that. Um, uh, no, I guess my I guess I'm supposed to say I'll focus on my fantasy team. Uh, <laughs> We'll see how that goes. I'll give myself until like about week four. And then like if by week four, if my team is shit, then like, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Sell the house. Sell the fucking house at this point. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, my my corrupt commission is going to listen to that. And he's going gonna to listen to this and he's going to be like, you know, uh, you know, I don't you know, I don't take your comments very lightly about, you know, tanking in the league fans. Like this is supposed to be a serious league, and uh, like we'll see what happens. I, I mean, like I want to do well. I think I drafted a pretty decent team. Um, actually, I'll run. I'll run that down for you. Oh, by the way, uh, oh, you're gonna be one of those guys that tells everyone your fantasy team. Uh, uh, by the way, in case you haven't noticed, you're not in the fantasy league. In case you haven't noticed, oh, I, I kind of figured when I never heard anything about it after you told me. Pretty, pretty much like you weren't chosen because you moved down to Florida. What, like, they, what does that make a difference for? Because they had because the draft was like offline with a board with an actual draft board, and they wanted everybody to be there in person. And since you moved down to Florida, like I said, I said I could have oh, had. If you would have told me that, I would have just canceled my move to Florida. I stayed out there for this. <laughs> lived in lived in Buffalo, so just because of a fantasy draft. Yeah, there you go, and then move a week later, right? Or a month later. Let's see here. Um, you know, I'll be that guy. I'll be that Jesus. guy. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be that guy. I will say. No, this, I, I, I will say this though. I who was your first? Oh, just tell me who your first pick was. Uh, my first pick was Tyreek Hill. Okay. Yeah. And I drafted Trey Lance as one of my quarterbacks. So I'm on a wild card at this point now. You could turn out. It could turn out to be a genius move. I mean. Trey Lance is going to – I do think he will rush for a lot of yards. Oh, yeah. Which is a matter of fact that if he is – Him and – If him th- throwing the ball. He can throw the ball. He can. I've seen him in preseason. He's actually been compared to Allen, which is nice. So, well, like, that's why I think, like, the Falcons might be in decent shape because, I mean, I've only seen, like, a couple throws from Desmond Ritter, but, like – I mean, Mariota's going to be QB1 until it's proven that he's going to shit the bed. Well, so, we'll give him three weeks and then. Yeah, exactly. Then he's done. Exactly. Mariota was such a disappointment because he was supposed to be so good. Yeah, then injuries got to him. Then injuries got to him. Yeah, no, I'm not. Re- yeah, no. My first pick was Tyreek Hill, and I'm mad at myself because I should have picked Aaron. I fr- I didn't even realize Aaron Jones was off the board, like was still on the board. So I could have taken Aaron Jones, but oh, well, whatever. We'll see what happens. I mean, he – he doesn't. He hasn't played a full season. He hasn't played. He didn't play a full season last year either. So like that's if, why I'm like avoiding CMC this year. So if he gets injured, yeah, he was taken like, he was taken like, he was take he he was the third running back taken off the board. It was um, 
Eckler, Henry, Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Um, I could other than that, like I, I don't know. We the draft was. Everybody kept saying the draft was long. I didn't think it was that bad, but how long was it? I want to say a little bit, a little over two hours. Oof. Well, I mean, it was offline, so it doesn't help. Like you're walking up to a board, and then you gotta like figure out like who's off, like who's still on the table and who's off the table at that point. Did you have to dress up for it? Did you guys get in suits and stuff? We wore jerseys. Oh, okay. We wore jerseys. So almost everybody was in a Bills jersey, and then I wore my Xavier McKinney jersey. But my Xavier McKinney jersey, it's um, the Giants like are doing like their classic jerseys mm-hmm. for two games this season. So like throwback to the 80s and 90s. Uh, you mean the jersey that look like the Bills jerseys? Exactly. <laughs> so I had somebody ask me, who's McKinney? I, I, if I remember, somebody asked me who's McKinney, who does he play for? I said this is a Giants jersey. I knew somebody was. I knew somebody was going to ask. Oh wait, did, did they think it was a Bills jersey? Yeah, they thought it was a Bills jersey. Like who's McKinney? Who's he play for? He doesn't play for the Bills. I knew somebody. What, what years? This is what would be his fourth, third, fourth year. Fourth, yeah, third or fourth. Somebody, somebody told. I forget somebody who it was. They thought it was only a second. No, it's like a third or fourth. You guys got to wear your, instead of that stupid, like, you guys got to wear the helmets that say Giants on them more. I think you guys would win more games. <laughs> we're, we're wearing them uh, three times this season. All right, at least we get three wins. Well, once for the color rush and then uh, the classic jersey games as well. And one of them is a division game, so we'll have, we should have a win in the division. There you go. Yeah, because those helmets are so much better than the New York ones. Well, I don't understand, like, why they did the rebranding, rebranding in the first place, to be honest. I mean... I guess maybe more of a modern feel, but again, that was done before I was born. I mean, it's like, it's like how you, it's like how Bill, like how Bill's fans like wanted the red helmet back, like because of all the helmet like changes that were being done. And then Alan comes out like when they, I wasn't, I wasn't like, I liked it, but I wasn't like, I wouldn't want us to wear those because I like, um, I didn't like how he didn't have a white stripe in there. Yeah, he came out with the helmet, and everybody's like, oh, shit, it's actually happening. And then the social team had to be like, no, that's not a thing this year, which I found funny. Me, personally, for your for for your helmets, I like the old-time helmets, like the white helmet with the red, with the red with buffalo. The, yeah, with the red buffalo. I love that helmet. Me too, but I, I do like the – I just because I like the Bills, like, 90s, like the Super Bowl jerseys, like, I like those jerseys. With those helmets, I like, but I do like that white helmet. With, but we also did that like in two thousand eight, I think, something like that. Like we went back to it for a little bit, like as a throwback. You did the 50th season, yes. You did that for the fiftieth season, I remember, yeah. because you actually wore them more than you should have, actually. Too, I think you wore them for like five games. Um, I remember, yeah, I remember seeing them a lot. They, yeah, they were used a lot. I like those. I really do, honestly. It's I just, like them. I like them as well. But like I said, I, I think I just like that red one a little more, just because like of the colors that went with it. But I do like the just that simple buffalo. Speaking of that, the um, forty seven is selling a hat with that logo on the side of it. So I'm thinking about buying it because like forty seven is actually pretty cheap. Yeah, no, for yeah, we talked about that. I still need to take a look and see like what soccer stuff that they have. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure, like I said, that's where I got a lot of my Liverpool stuff from. I honestly didn't even know they did soccer. I just thought they did like. Our leagues, like Amer- like American sports, like I did not. Uh, well, North American sports, I should say, because I know they do hockey as well. 
Yeah, no, they got a lot of Liverpool. I just looked it up. They got a lot of Liverpool stuff on here. I'll have to take a look and see what they've got for uh, the 12th play. The, no, we're, yeah, we're in 12th, I think. In, in the it doesn't have it in their tab. You just got to look them up. I mean, my thought process is, is they probably don't have anything for United because United has like a huge partnership with New Era, but I could be wrong. Are we in 12th? I don't even remember. Yeah, at this I'm, point. Not, I'm not standing for Manchester United. Yeah, probably because yeah, of, they, like, like I said, they have the Liverpool stuff. But oh, we're in four, right. oh, we're in 14th. That's right. Chelsea's in 12th. Oh, well. At least we're not. At, at least we're above. Uh, at, we, at least we're above. We're above the. We're above the second and third best teams in Liverpool. Tranmere Rovers is the best in is the best team in Liverpool so far this season. They're seventeenth. Then they're they're like seventeenth or twenty first in League Two, but at least they have a win. We're not talking about this. <laughs> it's so early in the season, it's all right. It's uh, hey, Champions League draw was today. You have an easy Champions League. We do have an easy. Yeah, we've got a very. Uh, I feel bad for uh, what's your they who drew uh, Byron Barca in her. Oh, I need to take a look at the group stage again. Give me a second, because I think it was like Victoria Pleasant or like. Some... Oh yeah, it's Victoria Pleasant. Uh, yeah, we got Ajax, Napoli, and Rangers. You know, who's, wait, who's your guys? Uh, who's your guys' Champions League group? Oh, you know what? We're gonna be drawn against them. Uh, you know. <laughs> Let's see here. I couldn't even tell you who's in the Europa League pot, but um, uh, oh, you, oh, that's right. You guys aren't in the Champions League. Sorry, mate. Forgot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> you're gonna be. I mean, you're gonna be the only team to win. You're gonna be the only team to like be in the Champions League one season, and then you know next year you'll be in the Championship with Everton. So it's all good. It's all good. Uh, seventh year curse. Like I said, we we play Bournemouth Saturday. Should be a win. Then we got Newcastle Wednesday. That's a draw. In my winner opinion. draw, and then we play Everton next Saturday. So that should be another win. That's your free three points that you want every year. Which is actually great, though. I can watch the next three Liverpool games because I'll be, I'll be, I'm off Saturday. I fly back to Buffalo on Wednesday, so I'll be able to watch the game, and then Saturday I'll still be in Buffalo. There you go. There you go. Um. Uh... Oh yeah, that's right. Midweek Premier League. That's right. Weird. Oh, weird. Already we've got midweek. Already, yeah. Already. I, no idea why. I think it's because of like the one international break before the World Cup, and then at that point, like the world, like we're getting so close to like October and everything. Like they gotta like figure out like where to put the games and everything. Like before, like and like with the World Cup and whatnot. Yeah, I think our last game is like November twelfth, and then the World Cup break starts. Pretty much. Pretty, pretty much. Um, we've got Southampton on Saturday. I am not getting up for that because it's at 7.30 in the morning and I enjoy my sleep. Oh, you guys going to lose because you can never back the early kickoff? No, you can't. I even said, like, I even said, I forget who I said this to. I said, watch us lose to Southampton next week, like 3 0. I wouldn't be surprised at this point either, honestly. Like, if it happens, it happens. But uh, hey, we got to win this season earlier than I thought, too, based on how perform, based on performance. So I'll take it. We're missing, we're missing Mane. And our defense looks like shit, but we're injured. You finally admit that you missed Mane, so I'm okay with that. Um, uh, he, he scored two goals. He scored two goals for Byron over the weekend in a 7-0 route. Hey, I, could, I could score for Byron. 
The Bundesliga is a joke. Bayern should start off. I forget who I said this to. I said that Bayern should start off 2-0 down in every game uh, every game in the Bundesliga. And they would still win the Bundesliga. They probably would. They honestly probably would. Um, uh, but the thing is, though, is the Bundesliga is a joke anyways. Bayern, Bayern's going to destroy Barcelona in the group. Uh, they're going to win their Champions League group. And I think Barcelona may get knocked to the Europa League again. Because Inter Milan's in that group too. Yeah, that's a that's a group of death for sure. What we're sure it's not uh, Real Madrid, uh, Celtic, Shakhtar, Danzig, and whoever else they're fucking with. Oh, uh, Leipzig. Leipzig. Oh, <laughs> so at least we know who the top would <coughs> be. It's not just going to be Real Madrid, uh, some third bum club, some, some bum club. Yeah, who did? City's got an easy draw. Well. They got Dortmund and Sevilla. So, yeah, I was going to say, Sevilla could give them problems. Dortmund won't. Dortmund are going to the Europa League again. Yeah, and then PSG and Juventus got Benfica. And... Yeah, on paper, I thought, when I was looking at the draw, I'm like, oh, these are some pretty interesting groups. Now that we're talking about them, I'm like, some of these groups actually suck. Yeah. The most Europa League like, groups. There's no, like, there's no, like, besides Group C, there's no really, like, good groups where, like, the, I mean, clearly there's going to be upsets, but, like, I'm not... The Europa League groups may be more enticing at this point. You're just saying that because you're in it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, have you seen the Europa League, like, knockouts over the past couple of seasons? Like, they've actually been more enticing yeah. than Champions League knockouts. I'm actually watching the uh, the U-20 Women's World Cup right now, the semifinals. Oh, who's <laughs> uh, Japan's beating Brazil one nothing right now. They beat us like in the round of sixteen, I think. Yeah, three to one. Interesting. Well, the women's game isn't. The women's game is becoming more popular, which is wonderful in my opinion. Because unfortunately, though, the stadium looks empty. That's because it's, but it is though U twenty. I mean, it's also in Costa Rica too, which is weird. They don't actually do anything to like promote tournaments that happen in their country. Eh. Concacaf, like anything, like in Concacaf. Like, <laughs> Mexico is a joke. The but, World Cup's going to suck in 2026. The U.S. is going to find a way to fuck something up with it. Oh, 100%. 100%. Not the U.S. Well, I guess the U.S. national team probably will as well. But just with like... Nah, Mexico's going to have good hosting up like places. It's going to be Monterey and uh, the Azteca. And what's, and, what's, and what's interesting there is like... They they'll have three they'll have at least three group stage games where they'll have full attendance because the Mexican national team will be playing in Mexico for their group just as yeah. Canada will for their group matches although they'll just be going back and forth between Toronto and Edmonton which I still find weird that Edmonton is a uh, World Cup host um, would never expect that but it is what it is y'all should have got it Vancouver or Vancouver. Vancouver shit, God. They hosted a Women's World Cup final for crying out loud. Well, I think that's why they didn't. That's why they should have. Montreal honestly could have. I don't know what the state of the Olympic Stadium is, though. I feel like we've talked about this before as well. We have talked about this before. All right, I was going to say, because now I was thinking about it, now we have talked about the Olympic Stadium before. We have talked about this before, but the thing is, though. But is- I'm, no, I'm happy, though, that I'll be probably still be down here, so there's games in Miami that I'm probably going to. Make like a nice like weekend trip out of one and see some games. Exactly, exactly. And I'll go wherever I want to go on the East Coast: Philadelphia, 
across the border to Toronto, New York, New Jersey. All depends on like where everything's at. Right. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, no, Europa League draw, I think, is at noon tomorrow. So I'll be able to see that at some point. Um, thankfully, it's at noon and not like at seven in the morning anymore. So I don't have to like wake up and be like, oh, I don't have to wake up and see all the notifications on my phone at, at seven in the morning. Be like, oh, this is like who's going where and whatnot. Um, so I like that. I just wish it wasn't a spectacle. Like, the Champions League draw, I was trying to follow along for the most part today. But because of how dragged out it is, I'm just like, you know what? I'll just wait for the full announcement and see, like, what happens. So I had to wait, like, a whole another half hour just to, like, see everything and see, like, the full draw. And I'm like, you know, just press a button, release all the balls, and be done with it. (laughs) Was it last year got fucked up, right, where your guys' name got put back in? Yeah, that was last two years. No, yeah. that was last year. It was last year. Yeah, because we were supposed to draw. We got drawn. I forget who we got drawn against, but then we got screwed. Yeah, we got screwed. So then we ended up having to draw face of Let It Go, and Chelsea still somehow found a way going up against Leal twice. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Rome, uh, Roman Abramovich money uh, can't help you anymore, Chelsea. Who made it out of your guys' group last year? Why can't I remember? It was us and I forget. I honestly forget. Leipzig? Oh, maybe. Because I know we lost. I know it wasn't Young Boys, although they did win against us. Because I don't, I don't even remember our road. Well, I know we played Porto, but I don't remember our road to the final. Actually, was it? Did we play Leipzig in the knockouts? No, you didn't. You played Villarreal in the semis. I forget who you played in the quarters, though. It wasn't an English team. Wasn't no quarters. Was um, well, no, we played Benfica. So it was Porto, Benfica, Villarreal. That's a Europa League draw a route to the final. Yes. Christ. Whereas Real Madrid had, P- whereas Real Madrid had PSG, PSG, Chelsea, and then Man City. Man City, yeah. I'm pretty sure they would have preferred their route to the final from like 2014, where they faced like Wolfsburg, like Leipzig, like when they were terrible, and I forget who else before they beat Atletico in the final. And because I remember PK like shitting on them about that. Well, that's what happens, sadly. Oh god. No, in all seriousness though, I'm excited for the Champions League coming back. Um uh I will be once our team gets our shit together. Uh I'm excited for I guess I have to look forward to the Europa League again. I'm not paying attention to the Conference League. Do not ask me what If you ask me what the hell is going on in the Europa Conference League, I will just say West Ham is winning and I will pray to God that you believe me, okay? I will believe you. Okay, perfect there. Perfect there. Um uh Damn, the Yankees are up 7-0. This game is already over. Holy shit. Also off topic, I think this is the biggest attendance the A's have had all season because the Yankees are in town, although it still looks like a shit crowd. They just need a new stadium. They need to move. They need to move to. Move to they'll probably move to Vegas if anything. I mean... Going, Isn't Tampa next year going playing half the games in Tampa, half in Montreal? That was supposed to be this season, but that got scrapped completely. 
Oh, okay. Because they were promoting that during the playoffs, during the postseason last season. Like, they legitimately had signs, like, in Tropicana promoting it. And then it got shot down, like, scrapped altogether. I mean, the thing is, though, like, it came out, like, weeks ago that, like, like, there were plans in place for, like, relocation and like stadium refurbishments for both of those teams going back to 2005 and the league just hasn't done anything about it because they're stupid. Well, Tampa needs a new stadium. Bad. Tropicana sucks. They need to get out of St. Pete's and actually play in Tampa. In Tampa. Like find a place in Tampa to build a stadium. Oakland actually needs to like get them a new stadium and tear the Coliseum down because if they lose the A's, they don't have a professional sports team in the city anymore because the Warriors play across the Bay in San Francisco again. And the Raiders have been in Vegas for three for almost this. It'll be their fourth season now, I think. No third third. That's right. It's, it seems like four though. It does, but yeah, it's only time flies and they don't have a hockey team. In fact, the Bay Area hasn't had a hockey team in forever. Um, and what, what was it? Was the California Seals? No, that was the San Jose Seals. No, I'm pretty sure it was the California Seals. But they played in San Jose. San mm. Jose played in San Jose. The, oh, because the reverse retro was got leaked. Are, are getting leaked. And for the Sabres, it's going to be like a blue and gold uh, goat head. But I hope they do more to it because that logo looked very boring. Well, they're gonna have four jerseys anyways this season. This up, yeah, because we got because we got the what? Are we doing the black or the white? We're doing the black, I think. Yeah, black. So it'll be the home, the away, which will be the blue, then the white goat head, black goat head third, and then they're gonna do goat blue and gold goat head for reverse retro. My opinion is, I think for the reverse retro, they should have done the slug this time. I like, agree. Or what? Went black and red with the new, like black and or red main with black and then the new logo. Yeah, I mean the thought process is for a team that like has changed its logo over like oh, like four times in a fifty year period. Like technically four times in a fifty year period. Like you have options. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, oh, what the fuck camera angle is that? Holy shit. That is crazy. I never thought about it that way. That how much we have changed our logo. Well, I mean, it I, mean was, I thought about it, but I never thought like like just how quick it always ha- had happened. Well, I mean, the thought process is is like the logo we have now was the original logo, like when yeah. the family founded it, found founded the team in 1970. Then I don't know what Regis like his thought process was when changing it to the Goathead logo. Um. Then, like, the Goathead logo came, it became a thing for 10 years. And then we went to the Slug. Then we went to the Slug. For and... what? Huh? Huh? We were at the Slug for, what, was... 10 years as well? No, not even, not that long. It was only, like, about No, five. we did it in, what, 2000, no, two, yeah, right, 2008, nine. It was, like, 2007 to, like, 2010. Because for the 40th anniversary, technically, there was, like, an alternate logo with, like, it was... Actually, here's the thing. We've had more than we've had more than four logos because in oh in like in oh like in two thousand six that time. Remember, like remember the uh, butter knives crossing swords logo with the red jersey. That was the alternate. 
Yeah, that was the alternate. But then, like for the fortieth season, remember that you had the blue one with the with the buff, like it said Buffalo across it. Buffalo across it. Yeah, but then like it had like the Buffalo logo on, like with like with the because uh, like with the with the, where it said Sabers inside too. Because that's like where that logo comes from. It comes from the fortieth anniversary. But then, like when the fortieth came. They brought back the old logo from like the seventies, which the current logo, but it was a darker shade of blue. And then that's like when everybody was bitching, bring back royal blue, yeah, bring, bring back royal, and they finally did. And they five years ago. Yeah, exactly. My thought process is that like, I still wish they, I, I, I wish they would have done the slug for reverse retro. Like, imagine like a royal blue and gold like slug jersey. No, see, I want, I want a red jersey. They should have just brought back the butter knives with the red in my honest opinion. But like I said, the the reverse retro jerseys, like the how they have it set up is weird. So like if you did like say like a team how like Minnesota did like the old colors of the North Stars, they had they had the current logo. So if you did old colors, you had to do current logo. Or if you did old logo, you had to do current colors. Minnesota should have brought back the North. Minnesota should have you. Minnesota should have brought back the North Stars altogether. Not just in the. Oh, and you're saying keep that. Well, you're saying rebrand back to the North Stars. Well, for the reverse retro, they should have just brought back the North Stars altogether because well, that, they couldn't though because like I, well, how I explain how it happens because if they would if they would have brought back the North Star, they would have had to do the new like the dark green and red, and that would have been atrocious. Exactly. That's why they did it how they did. It would have been atrocious. Oh, God. I mean... That's why, like, L.A. went to the purple and yellow, but with the current logo. Because they could... Well, they didn't go back to the current logo. They actually... Well... No, they, it was their current logo they did. It was It was the logo from the 80s. No, oh. they did... They Their, new, their, their reverse no, rental jerseys for the Kings... The crown... Were, they, they, no, they did, the, they did the purple and yellow, but they did their logo that they have now. The crown, no, it was the crown logo. No, I promise you it's not. Look it up. We're actually arguing about, I love this. All right. Kings reverse retro. I'm looking this up too. Yeah, because it's LA Kings. It says Los Angeles Kings. Not the 80s crown. Not the 80s crown. That's, that, that was, um, not, that was the 90s with Gretzky. Not their current current logo, but like that was the one before. Now, sorry, I'm th- sorry. So we're in a way we're both wrong. I was thinking when um, Adidas like unleat like released like those uh, classic jerseys for last season where they had the king the crown logo from the eighties. Yes, but like this was like a t- this was like the colors, but then they brought back like the Gretzky era. That's t- right. Okay, that's right. Wait, what is it? Why can't I think what their logo looks like now? Because it's just like L.A. with a crown. You have the logo correct, but they didn't do that. Like, this is, like, 80s colors, 90s logo, which I love, actually. I actually like how they did this. Oh, that's right. That's right. But I, no, the, the, but I am I am actually right. They're... Never mind. You're right. We're both, we're both wrong in this aspect. I thought it was... I thought it was like the crown logo, which actually I would love if they did that. That would be. I guess, I guess my argument then wouldn't make sense either because the Ducks did the did an old logo with old colors. The Ducks honestly should. 
The only team that fucked everything up with the reverse retro was the Islanders. They just got lazy and said, this is what we've got. Um, the day for the reverse retros, wasn't it um, just basically what they had now, just darker blue? Pretty much. The only they should have did, did the Fisherman logo. The only other team that fucked everything up, and give me a second, is... is Detroit. I Detroit's were terrible. Detroit's were terrible. I'm looking up Winnipeg's now. It looked like a practice jersey. Winnipeg's was... I think I liked Winnipeg's. No, no Winnipeg, I didn't. No, Winni- no, Winnipeg's actually like went back to... Winnipeg's actually like went back to the first incarnation of the Winnipeg Jets. I said that was I. I said that I liked it, but at the same time, like I said, I. But at the same time, like I called them out on it because what had happened was they decided to like go back to, and they decided to go back to the team that became eventually the Arizona Coyotes. So I called them out on that. Oh yes, because the thing is though is like with Winnipeg's like history, it was Winnipeg. Then they moved to Arizona. But then, like, Atlanta ended up moving to Winnipeg because that team failed. Whereas, and Calgary kind of did the same thing, too, because, like, they brought back uh, the fucking horse. But um, they they could have done something where they went back, where they brought back, like, the Atlanta Flames. But that team was a joke, too. They were there for, like, two seasons, and then they moved to Calgary. Um, did you see that the Capitals are bringing back the screaming logo this year? Oh, Jesus Christ. For the Screaming Eagle? Jesus Christ, that was terrible. I never was a fan of that. I love the Screaming Eagle. I was never a fan of that. I mean, if they do, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm not I mean, I'm mean, not a Capitals fan, so we'll see what exactly happens there. But, um, wow, but damn. Um, I don't know. I want the Avalanche, it looks like they're bringing the, uh, old, the Colorado Rockies logo back for their reverse retro this time. So are they doing like a reverse retro every other year then? It seems that they're doing it every other year, yes. Okay. The only thing is though is like how how far can this go actually because with team with most teams that Adidas will make it happen cuz just cuz they want jersey sales. Exactly, because they want to be like the NBA who have like five jerseys for one season. Yeah. Which makes no sense in my opinion, but it is what it is there. But what I'm saying is, like, from a standpoint of teams that have never, like, really had, like, logo changes, like Montreal, like, they've had, like, what, two, like, they've only, and they've only made change, like, change. Minimal changes, minimal changes to their jerseys. Yeah, exactly. Detroit, Detroit's the same way. Um, all the original six, besides really, like, I guess the Blackhawks changed a little bit, like, because. Yeah, the Blackhawks had changed. New York did a little bit of a change, and they went to the Statue of Liberty, but that was like an alternate jersey. Yeah, I mean... Boston has basically stayed the same, just made minor improvements to the B. Well, don't forget, Boston had that Bear logo for some time, too. Yes, that's right. So, like, they're doing the... It looks like they're going to do the Bear this year. But, like, after that, like, what are they going to do? Like, they can't do much. Yeah. Toronto, Toronto, uh, Toronto. Toronto's changed a little, like not much, but it's changed. They need to bring back. They Toronto honestly needs to bring back like the uh, Maple Leaf logo from like when Ty Domi played, like that Maple Leaf logo. Like, I'm not a fan of their leaf. I'm not a fan of their logo right now. Oh, see, I like that, but I like this one better than their uh, 
the Ty Domi era. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not a huge fan. I don't know why. Um, Tampa. I wonder what Tampa's going to do because they only have like, well, I guess they could bring back that awful, lo- that other logo that they had. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, fuck me. God. But no, I definitely like, definitely like this Maple Leafs logo more than the Tidomi era Leafs logo. You know, these reverse retros that are going to come out, I feel like a lot of them are going to suck. Well, the the first one was most teams were good, really. Besides, like on like Vancouver's sucked, um, the Jets sucked. I thought Vancouver's was okay. I, I didn't like Vancouver's. I need to take a look here. I want to go back. Um, yeah, the Islanders sucked because it was basically their jerseys that they have now. Um, Detroit's because it looked like a practice jersey. And that was really the only one that's like sucked, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, no, Vancouver's did suck. I'm sorry. They I don't know what the hell they were doing here. I I don't know what the hell they were doing here. Uh looks like that they're I think the Devils should go back to the green and red full time. I think the Devils should uh get rid of I think the Devils should have never got that jersey that said jersey on it. Yeah, that was terrible. Fucking terrible branding. No, Vancouver's was terrible. I thought they went to their '90s logo, but it look they just used to call. They used the current logo with like colors from like the '70s. Although it looks like that they're going. No, break- no, Vancouver's was just a seal with like the blue and the green. That's what I'm saying. Current logo with like '70s colors. No, that was their current colors because their '70s colors was the red and like yellow and black. Was it '80s colors then? I have no fucking clue. It was terrible, nonetheless. Uh. Vancouver's may already be like fully leaked though. It looks like they're going back to Johnny Canuck. Are they? Or however, whatever that, uh, or whatever his name is. Is it Johnny Canuck? I have no idea. But they're going back to the Canuck logo from like when the team. Talking about like the lumberjack guy, right? Lumberjack, yeah. It's like Johnny Canuck or something like that. Let me look it up. I didn't know he had a name. I knew he had a name. Yeah, it, it is Johnny Canuck. Let's go. Okay, I'm seeing those jerseys now, and I do like those. We're batting a thousand today. Let's fucking go. Those, if those are the actual leaked ones, those are very nice. Uh, those are nice. I may, I don't know. I do not know. I'm still mad at myself that I did not get a reverse retro from the Avs, but I mean, at the same time, like, I got a reverse retro from the Kings. I should have gotten that. I should have. I should have gotten that. Uh, well, to be honest, I have no idea where it is, so I think I lost it. Uh, that's not ideal. I mean, I'm, then that, again, I, I, I didn't bring many jerseys down here. I mean, the only jerseys that I have that I brought down here with me were my Allen and my Diggs jersey. I mean, my, my Trent, my Trent jersey, and then um, my uh, Lindor jersey. I mean, my thought process is is like. I'm just waiting for like when the Sabres like actually officially release their jerseys because like since it's gonna be like the black like goat head like boom I already know that I'm buying one of those yeah and I don't care how much I break the bank for it I don't I'm just not gonna trust the knock I mean, like we talked about before that was our, our childhood yeah exactly I'm just not gonna trust the knockoffs to like replicate that logo either like I feel like <coughs> so. Looks like two hundred and fifty dollars is being like taken out of the bank at some point, but it's all good there. Um, 
or maybe I wait until the end of the season when they go on sale, but I don't think I want to do that. Um, ooh, I wonder if I can get it per. I wonder if I can get it personalized. I wonder if I can get it per like you know personalized like uh, for Miller like you know. Ha, ha, oh, like put Miller on it. Put Miller on it, especially since I'm trying to get tickets for the Miller retirement game. I saw that there were a bunch of like, see, I saw that there were a bunch of like resale tickets, but I figured I'll just wait until like Act One tickets actually go like on sale for single games, and I'll buy them then. Yeah. Because I don't want to like be screwed by a season ticket holder that may want to eventually go to the game and want them back. <laughs> no, yeah, I would wait for the just single tickets to go on sale. I've got to wait. Pay, pay an arm and a leg for it. I do not care. Oh, I'm paying an arm and a leg too. I'm not sit. I'm not. I, I already said I'm not sitting in the three hundreds for this. I don't care. I'll sit like I want to sit like on the corner. Yeah. I want to sit on the corner in the one hundreds, like uh, where I can see like everything from there. I don't care because, it, and it's also the Islanders too. So like, who gives a shit? Like, it's not like a great team's coming in. So hopefully they'll win the game. Uh, I guess we'll see how the season starts. We'll see. Uh, that game's also going to be. Speaking out. of season starting, when is the uh, prospects challenge? That's in, in two. Oh, three. That's in like three weeks, actually. I'm excited to see. Um, I may go. I'm excited to see. Uh, watch his face. I may go. Savoy. Mad- yeah, Maddie Savoy. Savoy. I may go. Actually, I've gotten that. The prospects challenge is the weekend. Is the weekend of the 17th and 18th. And I wish I could go. That and ironically, like, because we have Montreal our first game, right? Montreal. Uh, yeah. I yes. I. Tickets are only like ten bucks too. I may go. I've got nothing else. I've got nothing else to do that weekend. And honestly, like depending on like who the Giants are actually playing, I may not even see them on TV. And the Bill, like the Bills, don't play. The Bills play Monday Night Football, so I don't have to worry about football for any. I don't have if I can't see the Giants like that week, like on TV. Like I'm not gonna waste my time watching Red Zone at that point. So why not? Although I could, although the thing is too is like I could also just go Saturday and come back Sunday, because they're also having Fan Fest that weekend too. They're bringing that back, so I want to see like who the alumni are going to be there and everything. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. I wanted to go back like when they last had it in 2019, but I forget like why I I was still in school at the time, but I forget why I didn't go. Maybe it was just bad weather or something like that. I don't remember. I may have had an exam coming up too. I don't, that makes sense. I don't remember, but now that I've got the time, I could actually do it. I want, so I think I may do that. Um, but yeah, no, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. Now that we're talking about the reverse retros, I kind of want to, I hope more leaks come out for like actual third alternate jerseys because like, I want to see like what's happening. Also, I just wish, like, they would just, like, release the jerseys, like, right now since it's almost September. And I also just wish, like, the Sabres would just say, single game tickets are on sale now, so I don't have to wait until September. Yeah. When do they normally go on sale? Right before the season? Right before the season. Right before the preseason. I gotcha. It should be, like, it should be, well, I won't say it should be, like, baseball because baseball is ridiculous. They literally put next season tickets, like, on sale, like, and the current season, like, isn't even three fourths of the way done, or just over. 
sports the way done. Football is weird because like they really, it actually should be like football. Football releases the tickets as soon as the schedule's out. I don't know what basketball does, and I really don't care because I'm never going to go see an NBA. <laughs> yeah, me. Um, I might go see a Magic game this year just because I'm so close to Orlando now. You get to see Paulo Bencaro, the number one overall pick. Yeah, I'll just wait till they start to suck like they always do and then just go mid-season and take us to like 15 bucks. But like I said, though, I am going to an Orlando game on yeah, the 14th did, or 13th, whenever. Yeah, they tell me that. Who are they playing? Uh, New York City FC. Hold on, give me a second here. When are they playing New York? What day is it again? I believe the th- it's either it's the second Saturday in September. Or this is a great question. Actually, I don't that's know actually not the second Saturday in September because if you're going to see an Orlando game, I know you, it's in September. You would be in Philadelphia. Yeah, I know it's in September. Hang on, give me one second. Let me go find the tickets. Um, that's a great podcasting by us. <laughs> oh, I love it. We do not. I have no care in the world. Why can't uh, I find my wall? Oh, there it is. Um, are you sure? Oh, you're September se- September seventeenth. I was gonna say you. Said oh, just kidding. New- We're playing. They're playing Toronto. I was gonna say if they're playing New York City, you're going in like four days, mate. No, yeah, because we were gonna buy those, but then we were going home. So that's I bought the Toronto ones. September 17th. Yep. Let's take a look here. That's a Saturday. Saturday, September 17th. Oh, I don't know if, I don't think it'll be on TV. It'll probably be like regional. I'll just FaceTime you and show you. Fair enough. Hey, I mean, I I caught an MLS game this year, so I'm not going to complain. That was peak MLS at that point. (laughs) I told you everything that happened that game. That was great. Uh huh. That was fucking great. Oh, my. The Yankees are up nine to nothing right now. And it's only the top of the fourth. I should do this. What a pop. Yeah, I also didn't realize how late it was. This is no, it's eleven fifteen. This game is over. Holy shit. Um Well, I told you we I told you before we started recording, we're just gonna shoot the shit. We haven't missed a lot, but I think we've gotten a lot of I think we've gotten I think we covered like a lot that we actually missed. Oh yeah, because we covered like Watson suspension, we covered soccer starting back up, we kind of covered like Football, like kind of covered. We, we didn't really cover baseball, but the thing is, though, it's like it's a long season. I mean, I don't think you, I don't think you want to relive the fact that the Yan- the slumping Yankees beat your surging Mets. So, do you want to go back to two weeks before then, or do you just want to ignore that? <laughs> hey, I mean, I mean, we're still making. I mean, we're, we're the AL is practically shit. So, like, we're still. Yeah, you guys are fine. We're. Thankfully, we got a win tonight because that puts us three on the Braves now, I believe. You're fine, too. I mean, the thing is, though, is like – the most wins in baseball. Oh, you're a Dodgers fan now? Wait, what? The Dodgers have the most wins in baseball. Oh, fuck. The Dodgers have – I meant most wins in New York. There you go. There you go. New York will always be a Yankees town, though. You, don't you forget that. Um, uh, no, you guys are fine, too. If Even if you somehow collapse in the division, you still have a wild card spot locked up. Like, like because of how good your record is. Like, the Yankees. And, uh, yeah, how shit everyone else is. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's how it is, actually. No, the Braves are still two games behind us. Oh, okay. Well, it was two. Unless it's an update, because I could have swore we were. 
I don't know. I, I shit. I don't know. All I know is that your Orioles are still like two games to like two and a half games off a wild card spot right now. So well, look, and uh, it's looking pretty. I said they're going to go five hundred this year. They're exceeding your expectations. They're exceeding everybody's expectations. The Pirates, I've given up on them. They are not getting seventy five wins. They will be lucky to get. <laughs> if they won out, could they get to seventy five? No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Let's see. No, you're right. They couldn't. They had 47, 48 at some point. No. They have 47 right now. Well, I mean, if they have 30 games left, I mean, what's their record? They have 47 wins. 47 and 77. Give me a second here. 47 plus 77 equals 124. So 162 minus 124. Oh, they, they, they would get uh, 47, 47 plus 38. Um, that would be 85 wins. Yeah, if they win. All they need to do is win 28 games, baby. If they won, if they won now, <laughs> being in the NL, they'd probably get a wild card spot. If they, if they won, if they win 28 games for the rest of the season, I would be baffled. I want to know like what the mob front is doing there. I mean, I also gave, I'm going to be honest here. I also gave up on the pirates. Like when I saw that they were growing a garden in their bullpen, <laughs> they were growing a garden in their bullpen. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh God. What are they doing? You know, growing vegetation and not winning games. I guess I'll allow it. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a long season. You got to keep something to keep you going. <laughs> Especially when your team sucks, but they have the nicest ballpark in all of baseball. Though it is a beautiful ballpark. Too bad the team is shit. That's all right. It's all good. It's all good. Maybe if the team gets actually pretty decent again, maybe I'll make another trip down there. There you <laughs> go. Nice city. That's why. Do you have any other thoughts? Because I know uh, we've we've gone at it for longer than I thought. Um, uh, quick NBA news: Chet Holmgren's going to miss the season. Quit OKC it. second. Overall pick of the draft. Quick NBA news. The Lakers are a meme team in a meme league because they traded for Patrick Beverly and him and Russell Westbrook hate each other. So get your popcorn ready, boys. The Lakers are going to be the team. The Lakers should have an Amazon documentary like like whole, like whole, all, all or nothing. All or nothing, the Los Angeles Lakers. I want that. I, I literally want that. I mean, ESPN is practically good. Do that for them anyways. But I would actually like have an prefer an actual documentary and not Stephen A. Smith yelling at the top of his lungs on first take. Although that's hilarious too, but still. But yeah, I think that's all I had for today, I think. No, we, we covered a lot. We covered a lot more than I thought we would. Um, uh... Yeah, we should. We'll probably be back in full swing now with NFL about to start back up. We're in full swing. We're back in full swing. Um, although I will say this. Uh, Next week, no, because I will be in Buffalo. Yeah. I guess I could record from Buffalo if we needed. We could. No, there's a day that I know that I can't record on a Thursday because of something. I need to figure out what. I'll let you know, though. Um because I know I've got something coming up where I can't record on a Thursday for some reason. I don't know why. I think I may be away. Um, but no, I mean, back in full swing. Um, next weekend, next week, I think we'll just go more in depth about the uh, 
NFL, honestly, kind of just like preview the season. I know we kind of touched base on that already, but I figured like we can go more in depth about the like who we think will finish where and everything. Talk about who we think will be MVP and how we think it will be and how we think like if it's not, if it's Josh Allen or anybody else at that point and then go from there. But uh, no, uh, this concludes another episode of the Lonely Heart Sports Podcast. Uh, you can listen to your podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Paiska, I hope you're doing well. I saw that you were down in camp again over, over the past couple of weeks. I hope you enjoyed that. But uh, until then, everybody, just keep on keeping on. Um.